Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? Welcome to yet another episode of the Men Like Us podcast. Now, for those of you listening on audio platforms, you already know what it is. You got to give me some time. (laughs) I got to share this out. We do these live streams. We do this show live. Every time we do it, it's always live. So, you know, in that case, we like to get it shared out to a few groups, get some people watching, get some people interacting, um, you know, so it's it's all that. So, yeah, just give me a little bit to share this out as per usual. I know I've been going for a while and I'll, I'll do my best to uh, catch people up. May not give you all the answers you want, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to get you guys uh, all caught up here. So, uh, all right, just give me a little, little bit. Hmm. All right. Yes, I know it's been a long time. We are back. Give <laughs> me a little bit more. I just want to sh- get it out a few other places. Hmm. Oh, right. There we go. Okay. Cool. So I think I have, uh, believe I've done my part. (laughs) And if you're watching this right now, please uh, do me a solid and share it. And whatever group you're in, you know, whatever. Um, so I think that is all I need. So, yeah, it's been a minute, y'all. It has been a minute, but you know, we're back. We're finally back. Um, what's up, Dion? Dion, um, Davino, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so. Hey, that's right. Finally caught alive. Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been going for a minute. Uh, you know, took a little bit of a hiatus. Um, just had a lot going on, you know, life, work, all that junk. But um, uh, we are back. I am back. We will be doing these shows regularly once again in 2023. So come here for your Friday show. We're going to be going live. Every Friday at 8.30 Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. Just about, mostly every Friday, I'll, I'll put up a post if we can't make it. But no, we're, we're going live. We're getting back to it. Uh, it's a new year, and we got new stuff to talk about. We got some old stuff to talk about. Uh, you know, to handle the house cleaning, everybody, I need you to do your best. If you're on Facebook, share the show. 
If you are on Facebook, make sure you follow the Men Like Us podcast. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the Men Like Us podcast. If you are on TikTok, follow me on TikTok. Let me see if I can um, add this here. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Men Like Us. Uh, I guess search Men Like Us podcast. I got a few videos that's doing okay. Uh, don't really have that many um you know, the following ain't that high. I've kind of fell off of my videos. I just had a little streak where I was doing some videos there. But um, it is very fascinating to see what resonates with people and what lights the internet on fire and what doesn't. Um, I've definitely made a lot of new enemies. Um, speaking, speaking some truth about some things that people just really would rather not have somebody talk about. <laughs> so... Um, I will be playing those videos later in the show, but, um, you know, I do want to say welcome to anybody who's new. Uh, you know, this is the Men Like Us podcast. It's a show for men by men. Um, this show is for men. The show is made to target men who are attracted to trans women in any way, shape or form. If you are attracted to trans women, this is the show for you. Um, you know, we're, we're tackling different subjects We're we're. We're bringing up different topics that hopefully will get people talking, thinking, and, you know, um, really doing some self-work, looking within, looking within themselves and understanding or trying to figure out where they can improve, where can they grow. And, you know, um, for a lot of men, how they can finally break out of that cocoon of fear that they've been trapped in for so long. Um, and we're actually going to talk about that tonight. So uh, before we dive into things, I want to say hey to uh, everybody that's here. What's up, Liberty? Hey, Jesse. Uh, yeah, Liberty, it has been a while. Hey, Raven. Um, hope you're on the mend after your your, your most recent surgery. Um, <laughs> hope, hope the uh, recovery is going well. So, um, but yeah. So I was, um, I was talking to my friend. My friend, you know, I, I got different friends, you know, in community, out community. But um, one of my girls, we was talking and, um, you know, it, it, she has this guy that she's kind of been on and off with for, you know, she's been dealing with him for about, let's just say quite a few, for a few years. And, you know, you know, the guy's completely DL. And obviously not a place you want to be, um, not a place where you're supposed to be, but some people do find themselves there. And some people do find themselves getting comfortable in that when they really shouldn't. <laughs> so uh, she was telling me about this guy and we started talking about this guy and, and what's going on with them. And, you know, it, it was just, so, you know, this guy's completely DL. He dates cis women. Uh, he deals with trans women behind closed doors. You know, his family don't know. Nobody in his life knows. He hides it from a lot of people you know, uh, in, in, in a bid to be loved by everyone, to be that perfect son, to be that perfect brother, to be that man's man, all these things that he's trying to live up to that's really stopping him from, you know, being who he is and, and, and being free. Because, you know, when you live for other people and other people's happiness, that wears on you. It really does. It's, it's, it's a very stressful life. And, um, you know, I've been really big on, you know, making some changes lately, especially health-wise, you know, stress hormones over a long period of time, not a good thing, not a good thing at all. But it was just crazy because it's like this guy 
he essentially and, and not and, and not just him, you know, some a lot of men, you know, they create whole ass fantasy scenarios to help them cope with loving trans women, but you know, keep it a secret. So, you know, you gotta keep you gotta keep up the story and the fantasy scenario that I only deal with cis women and I'm this guy and this and I'm presenting this way. But then, you know, that's just a fantasy. That ain't who you really that ain't who and what you really are. But you need to prop up this fantasy of who this identity of who and what you are or what you you want the world to think you are, you know, just for your own sanity as well. Um it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. You know, men do a lot of like mental gymnastics we rationalize quite a bit um you know when it comes to really uh uh, uh what, what do you call it? reconciling who we are with our attraction for trans women you know uh we we really try to section off well my trans attraction is over here but me who i am is really over here and this is what i want the world to see and know because it's like this straight this straight heterosexual male persona, super straight uh, male persona that we're trying to put out there, uh, you know, there's no room for trans attraction in it. Um, you know, the world doesn't provide space for trans attraction in, in your typical straight male identity. Um, there, You know, there's no validation out there for that. So, you know, I got a lot of guys really want to hold on to that and they just lie and they try to act like it ain't really happening and they just... It's the whole last thing, but you know, um, <laughs> one of my favorite, uh, well, one of my former favorite uh, uh, radio hosts used to always say, uh, rationalization is the second strongest human drive. You know, people will rationalize all fucking day. Just they'll do all the mental gymnastics they need to do to rationalize what they're doing. And a lot of these, you know, guys who are DL, who are trying to project this super straight personality out into the world. They're doing all these mental gymnastics just to make it okay that they're really using and abusing individuals and keeping them secret. I mean, there is a lot of damage that goes into, you know, uh, what a lot of these DL guys end up doing. And, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. You can't, you can't be in both worlds in these two sectioned off spaces 100% forever. At some point, this mental like castle that you concocted for yourself, this this deck of cards, like it's going to come falling down. At some point, it's going to come falling down. At some point, you're going to be exhausted and you're just not going to be able to do it anymore. It's just not a sustainable way to live, frankly. I mean, it is for some people. But what they get in the end is they don't get anything good, you know. Uh, like what? What? Like what do you think the the end is end result's gonna be if you're DL? Like what do you think the end result's gonna be if you want to live as a DL man for the rest of your fucking life? I mean, you're 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 destined to go from short term relationship to short term relationship to relationship without depth over and over and over again and just dealing with breakup after breakup after heartache after missed opportunity and it's just nothing but sadness and, 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 and loneliness at the end of the day you're never going to be happy like being DL long term is not a recipe for happiness at all 
and I don't know if I, I guess you know the guys that are in this space, they're not able, at this point. They're just not able to see past their own sexual satisfaction. But it's like, oh, eventually you're gonna be alone because all your re- relationships that you use to cover it up, they're gonna crumble. And all of these short-term relationships, you're gonna end up unfulfilled because they're all sexual and they lack depth. So it's just like at some point you have to resolve to live for your ultimate happiness. What does that look like? That's adulting. You know, you want to see, okay, well, what is it gonna take for me to be happy? And find that true love because everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be, even though people say marriage ain't for me. I don't want to, but please, everybody wants to be loved. And that means romantically as well. They want, everybody wants that, that, that happily ever after. We are the Disney generation, by the way, you know, we are the Disney generation. Everybody wants the happily ever after. So it's just like, you know, how are you going to get that if you can't even accept yourself and you 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 can't create the conditions in which you get what you want in the end, which obviously what nobody wants is to live a double life their entire fucking lives, hiding who and what they are, hiding what kinds of women they're attracted to or who they engage with. And, you know, some people may be watching this like, oh, it's just such a small group of men. That's not true. That is absolutely not true it's not true at all there it's there are more men that are attracted to trans women than most people would like to believe and you know one of these one of the, something that came across earlier this week was a uh um <laughs> i know you guys are, i know it's crazy but Pornhub, Pornhub. if you don't know what it is it's a streaming pornography site they put out statistics every year in terms of Who's watching what? What are people watching? What are the top categories? What are the top search terms? All of that stuff. And they they put out their, their 2022 report, because obviously you have to put it out after this, you know, the year's over with. But, um, you know, it was really interesting results that I, I've been looking at them, you know, over the past couple of years. And I'm a journalist. These things pop up and it's like, oh, yeah, it's crazy. What? But I've just been watching them. And, and, and obviously I've been keeping an eye on transgender seeing where that stacks up against everything else but this year is just a completely different year and you know it, it's it's something else so this is a graphic of their summary their their, their key takeaways from the data dump um from 2022 so i know it's a little tiny i don't really i can't manipulate it to make it bigger but the number number two the number two point is the transgender category on Pornhub. This is one of the main porn streaming sites on the internet. It grew by 75% to become the seventh most popular category worldwide. It's the number one category in Brazil. It's the number three category in America. Number three. Three. That's a, I mean, I don't even know what it's above. Let's see. Because I think they got it here. Uh no, where is that at? Fuck, I know they got a somewhere. Or did I get rid of that one? Did I get rid of it? Mm, I think I might have. I'm sorry, I had it downloaded here and it got rid of it. But either way, it's number seven. And you know, that beats out so many, so many other things. But you know, if you 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 do that and then you look at these um no, not this one. 
yeah, these are the categories that gain the most. Treasure to gain by quite a bit, um, you know, and that's just where, where that one is. But, you know, you look at these, they, they, they do top searches by state. This is the first year ever I've ever seen any state uh, uh, have trans as their top search, porn search term ever. Uh, looking at you, West Virginia. West Virginia. And uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of curious guys over in Wisconsin, too, because pegging is, for, for some reason, number one. I, I, I don't know why. But, um, you know, what was this one? That, that was but you know what I what also I found interesting about this, you know, because this again, this all points to there are way, and I mean way more guys watching trans porn, way more guys who find themselves attracted to trans bodies than people are admitting. You know, there's literally only a, a couple hundred, if not maybe a thousand guys that I know of, you know, maybe more, but it's such a super small, and the girls, trans women know the super small percent of men that are just owning up to who, who they are and what they are. And, you know, it's it's a very small portion of men that are doing this, but it's the number three porn category on a massive site like Pornhub. And, you know, I found this other one to be interesting as well. Um, this, this is by generation. So for, you know, you see that, it's the it's the highest with Gen X, thirty five to fifty men, or I guess men and women. I'm assuming, yeah, I guess it's just people. Thirty five to fifty four trans is doing pretty fucking good. Uh, it's also doing pretty good in Generation Y, which is, you know, I don't know what Generation Y is really, but twenty four to thirty four uh, completely falls off the map for the the kids eighteen to twenty four. Uh, falls off the map for baby boomers. You know, I, I understand it's just not whatever. But these are the top categories. And they only they list the top seven and trans is in there. It's it's fucking in there when you go by when you go by uh 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 gender it's it's in there. It's in there like I, and I'm not trying to prove a point that everybody likes trans and you're all lying if you say you don't it's, I'm saying that there are far more that are actually watching this find trans bodies attractive than are willing to admit it because the data is here. You can lie all you want to, but the data that comes off of what you click on doesn't lie. It tells the truth. And I, I'm really, I'm just trying to paint this picture because it, it really does matter. As a footnote, something I found very interesting is that... Um, uh, uh, transgender males, uh, porn, porn with transgender males is, is ranking for, for cis women. Um, and actually when, when you look at the search terms, um, when they stack up the genders against each other, that's another thing. When you go country by country, you know, trans fucks girl is always one of those big, uh, top search terms. Um, one of those highest, uh, highest growing search terms for many countries out there, which is crazy. But I'm just putting all this out there because there are plenty of men, more than who would ever admit it, at least right now, who are watching these videos. They're keeping it a secret. And, you know, they're, they're keeping it a secret from everybody, their girlfriends, their their best friends, their, their, their family. It's something that they're afraid of people finding out. 
They're deathly afraid. And I know how that feels because I was that dude. I was that guy. I was watching Transporn. All that, that was my main porn category. And I was deathly, and I mean deathly afraid of anybody finding out. I didn't want anyone. That was a secret. If you ask, if, I mean, me in my, my early 20s, I plan to take this secret to my grave. I plan for nobody on the planet to ever know that I found trans bodies attractive. Trust, I was going to keep that shit a secret. I was going to bottle it up and, 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 and just keep that a secret and, and, and just live my cis-hetero life. So um, I know that there are plenty of guys out there like that. The data says that. And, and, and I know that I was one of those people. I was just so afraid. I didn't want anybody to know. I didn't want anybody to think I was gay. I didn't want my manhood to be questioned by everybody. I didn't want to be othered by other men, you know, when it comes to male community. Um, I didn't want to be othered by my own community, you know, speaking more black community than anything else. Like it was just all of this fear, all of these things. And then, you know, once I actually got to the point where I was like, yo, it's, um, you know, I, I just decided to tear down that wall and just be open with it. It really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It really wasn't getting all the condemnation. I didn't lose the friends. I didn't lose the respect of um, so many people around me. Uh, but I know that that can happen. Not every family's the same. Not everybody's the same. Trust me, you can go back in my catalog. I completely detail the conversation that I had with my mom when we just finally had to acknowledge what was going on. Um, but, you know, I just, I just really felt like I had to just say it, just put it out there. Cause it's, it's just one of these crazy things that just guys are doing. And I'm just like, bro, what are you doing this for? Like, really? You're just, you're, 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 um, I guess, you know, there was a, 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 a life coach that I used to talk to on clubhouse and one of the things that he said, it always stuck with me, um, is that, you know, we create our own misery. And in this case, men, if you are keeping this secret, if you're racked by fear, you're creating your own misery. The stress of trying to of keeping this secret, making sure nobody knows, even especially when you're dealing with the girls, the stress of, oh, my God, I hope you don't tell anybody and this, this and this. Or if you get seen out with somebody and you're just freaking out, like all of that. That's of your own creation. That's all you. That ain't them. That ain't anybody else. That's you. We, cre we create our own misery. So, um, but yeah, that's, that. I, I just had to get that off my chest because it was just, it's, it's, it's crazy how, how, you know, some men move and try to find a way to exist in this dynamic that, doesn't do anything for them. In the long run, it's all bullshit. It's immature and it just, it doesn't result in your happiness. And we only live so long. We, we only do this thing once. Might as well do it the way you want to with who you want to because you ain't going to get a second chance. So um, I'm going to bring my main man Dom in here because he's uh, he's been waiting in the wings for a little bit. So uh, hold on give me one second. Let me, let me let the homie online here. There he is. Oh, hey. You can't be right in the middle of trying to plug my phone in. What's going on, <laughs> What's going on man? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, 
another beautiful day in paradise. Just got finally got my hair cut after having ah. it so long down to my almost to my shoulder length. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it was. Damn. It was like it was like here. So. <laughs> So, um, Dom, I, I don't know if you saw this. Um, I was putting up some stats earlier just showing like really how common trans porn is in terms of porn viewership overall. Sure. Um, and, you know, it's just it's. I, 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 you know, we, we talked about it in the guys group a little bit, you know, because we, we do talk about these things. We talk about plenty of other stuff, but this is right. just one little thing I had to bring up. Like, hey. This is crazy, isn't it? Like, this yeah. is the number three category in America, and all, yeah. but everybody doesn't watch it. If it's number three, there's only yeah. two other categories that get more views than transport on this massive uh, database. I definitely find it interesting. It um, is. I saw the uh, statistics that you were putting up uh, with different age groups that are. Um, that are saying, yeah, there we go. That mm -hmm. watch trans porn and uh, let's see, uh, eighteen to twenty-four was that threesome? It's okay. not on it. it the, oh, the Gen Z yeah. kids—they're not watching it. Really? For, for whatever reason, it, it, it doesn't float their boats. So, so Gen Z—that would be. That's that's the young kids. That's the kids who are in college. Really. Because I find I find that very interesting. Yeah. Because uh, so I work for a company that has teenagers, um, and it seems like I mean teenagers talk, and they have no filter at all. <laughs> yeah. And I have this one individual that is very uh, open to sleeping with every gender and especially trans. And mm -hmm. it brought up a, a, a topic came up one night as we were closing. And, uh, you know, these, these are surprisingly, and I know why would you have these conversations, but whatever, it's a restaurant. Yeah. Not that it makes it okay, but some of these kids are 16 to 21 and we, we were having a conversation and uh, they're saying, yeah, Transporn is part of their um, library of different porn that they watch. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very interesting and in seeing these kids just open up and just be with no shame. Have They have no shame to it and just talk about it. It's, it's very interesting to see that. And I have another individual that I work with um, who is 18 years old. And he's like, yeah, I would sleep with a man. No problem. I would sleep with a, a trans woman, no problem, either or a, a trans male. He's like, gender has no, means nothing to me. If I'm sexually attracted to you and you, and you know, you feel the same way towards me and we're vibing, why not? If it's consensual, mm -hmm. why not? And I, I think that's very interesting, especially for the younger guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I I understand some might interpret that as well. Men will just fuck anything, um, but what I will what what I think is key there, like you said, is people just they don't have any problem. There's no shame, right? Like there there are people twice their age that are. I mean, they would damn near have a heart attack if that shit came out. Like it would be a whole ass fucking problem. 
I find it very interesting because I feel like uh, so I was born in the 90s. Uh-huh. 92 so right at the beginning i feel like my breed or generation is kind of the dying generation of and maybe i'm wrong uh and if i'm wrong please tell me but it seems like we're the breed that is still is this okay is this not okay like mm-hmm. should we be should we be open about this or should we just keep it to ourselves you know what i mean mm-hmm. no yes i'm open about dating in the community um, and, and seeing somebody in the community, but still, and, and I mean, it, it takes time and I, I, I'm sure you can agree with that, mm-hmm. but there's still certain people that when they ask, it's like, should I, should I tell them? And I'm not trying to use it as hiding, but it's mm-hmm. more of how would this affect me later on down the road? Right now, it's easy. So, where am I trying to go with this? Okay. The people at work, the other bosses know that my ex-wife was trans. I never told them. But, of course, they went snooping. And social media is a thing. And so, they uh, found out some things. And so, they kind of, not hang that over my head. But it's like, they make jokes of, Oh, this girl's hot, but she's not Dom's type. And I'll be like, why isn't she my type? And, you know, one of them will go because she doesn't have a penis between her leg. So it's one of those type of things. It's it's constantly jokes like that. Oh, wow. So it's like, okay, I can come out and be like, yes, we all know. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. Or do I just stay quiet and just, uh, yeah, okay. Just kind of laugh it off and not make a big deal and move on about it. Uh, there's so, so there's some some places in my life where I pick and choose to um, let that part of me known, mm-hmm. but other than that, yeah, I'm I'm completely open. Just some areas I have little gray areas. It makes life a little a little easier not to just to acknowledge it, but not you know give them that full confirmation. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's wrong of me. Well, um, um, what what I what I would say is, um, you know, look, because for whatever reason, people believe that uh, it's like the the guys like us or huh, men like us are promote promoting that men tell everybody in their lives all day every day. Right, it's really just about keeping it a hundred with your inner circle. You know, your friends, your family, the people that you really give a fuck about. Yeah. You know, you're better off. I I don't understand trying to live a lie in front of people that love you. Sure. You know, uh, you know, when it comes to work, people and whatever, anything is not whatever. You don't got to tell them because it ain't their business. You know, you know, what's interesting for Mm -hmm. me as an individual, I find it so much easier if someone goes, you know, what's your what's your type of women? And I tell tell them my type of women. And if we've just met and we're just conversating and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm also interested in trans women. I have no problem saying that. It just rolls off the tongue. I'm open. Yeah. I'm honest about it. Easy going. And they're, sometimes I get the reactions like, okay. Or just, oh, fascinating. Tell me more. You know? 
But when it comes to family, certain type of family members, it's just like, I know they know. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, it's we just not having that conversation. No, I feel you. Because here's the thing. Family talks. Right. First of all, if you, somebody find out, everybody going to know. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, the cousin such and such, you know, cousin going to tell their mama, their mama going to tell auntie, uncle, whoever. It's going to, it spreads. So yeah. I'm the same. Like, I have a big family. My dad's side of family big. My mom's side of family big. I've had a one-on-one conversation with every single person. But everybody knows. Yeah. But guess what? I haven't had aunts and uncles that I haven't had a one-on-one conversation with have been nothing but amazing um, to my girlfriend. Oh, so that's awesome. That's we had no smoke from the extended family, um, and I, I really think it's because uh, uh, they got in, they they got embarrassed. Yeah, it's, it's one of those situations where it's like, oh wait, well we don't want you know we don't really agree with this, but we don't really we don't want to be bigots, sure. so. To not be those people, then uh, we'll, we'll we'll allow this basic level of treatment. Now that's just some. A lot have been like told her like, okay, you're well, you're a part of this now. Like, come back. We'll see you the next time. We'll see you at the family reunion. We'll see you at the this. Like, you know, they they message my girlfriend, uh, hit her up on her birthday. She messages them. Like, you know, they traded Merry Christmas, New Year's messages. It was like. It's yeah. crazy, but I know everybody knows, but I had a conversation with everybody. Now, yeah. granted, I do this thing, but everybody don't see this. Sure, yeah. I mean, I got answers, you know, in their 60s, they ain't, what yeah. the fuck are they doing watching? No. What's, what's the internet? <laughs> yeah. No. They're not doing that. Yeah, I mean, look, I always have to say, say it's, in my experience, the mm-hmm. first round of bringing home it's not like bringing home a puppy but bringing home uh a trans individual that you're romantically involved with mm-hmm. uh yeah there's this shock value but i once it once family realizes that okay this is who you're attractive attracted to and you know you you're dating or you're not dating and these individuals that you're romantic with come around it becomes so much easier and it stopped being a topic and it is just, at least in my, mm-hmm. um, how can I say it? Uh, situ- situations, I guess. Yeah. Like uh, I-, I was talking to a family member right on the phone before uh, I hopped on here. And of course she was asking who Samantha is because when I was talking to you, I was also live streaming <laughs> I dropped yeah. Samantha's name. And I was like, oh, shit. Yep. And I didn't know my aunt was watching. And she asked, is Samantha trans? And I said, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to get past. And I don't know if any of this is on topic or not. I'm just kind of. This is it's all good. Uh, I want to get past those type of questions. Like, Bruh. okay, every, we know you date trans women. Okay. It ain't it's it's always gonna the question's always gonna be there as long as but, but, but they why? know you're dating somebody that they wouldn't choose for you. And the concept like so for example, I used to date women, I, I, I dated women of all different races, you know, in my in my youth. And my mom, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I met this girl. My mom would be like, Is she white? Or no, 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 no. 
She was just like, is she black? That be is she black? Is she black? Yeah. She didn't even ask that right now. Is she black? Yes. But well, so what if she is? Yeah. I mean, that's when me and my sisters kind of ridiculed my man, mom, you racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> we just ridicule her until she's like, what I got? And then we just it, we all have a laugh and keep it keep it moving. But you know, uh, we 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 recognize that shit. But it's it's going I'm just saying it's gonna keep coming from people, these folks stuck in their ways. But it's like it's I'm I'm 30 years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We know, you know, everybody knows. Why why is it a question? Just if if they okay, if she would have asked I wonder what they think the follow-up is from that though, when you say yes, then I'm just gonna throw them with a curveball and be like, no. Just to see (laughs) you know, like is it one of those, oh, it's about time. But I I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, I wanted to jump to these uh, back to these comments. Oh, yeah, because um, you know, we were talking about the different generations who watches Transporn, who doesn't, and um, it, now now there's a little bit of a speculation as as to why Generation Z doesn't watch it as much as the other the millennials and Gen X watches it, right? So, uh. Which I'm gonna just pull that out one more again. So you, you see, know, it's not on here for me. Gen Z. Not on, it's on here for Gen Y, it's on here for Gen X, not for the boomers. Um, but let me get to this first comment here from L Jim, LG Jim. What's going on, by the way? Uh says maybe because they're growing, they're growing during a time where trans isn't as sexualized for them in terms of porn and i mean i'm just saying you know because i've admitted it before as a trans porn aficionado i can tell you this much there is more especially american uh more trans porn being made now than ever before yeah. more more genres more categories that i mean the shit they got today like, yo, they got whole websites dedicated to BBW girls. Back when I was like young and looking at the shit, all we had was T.S. Madison. <laughs> we had nothing else. One no other big boned ladies out there. They got all it's it's the way they have grown this whole side of it is crazy. They're even making 4K high value, like Justice League ripoffs and shit, like Gosh. the mainstream folks do. It, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I, I mean, I seen the Wonder Woman one, and she looked just like Wonder Woman. I know she don't look like that no more. That's that individual detransition, yeah. but then retransition for for money. I don't know. It, Are they retransitioning? I, I, I think uh, they they brought back the the Chanel Santini thing, but like only to make money. But they didn't get their titties back. They just you know today I'm wearing a wig. Today I'm not. Today I'm on. It's just like. They're trying to switch between personalities. It's a it's a mess. Yeah. Anyhow, um, but no, I'm just saying. I, I couldn't. I could never. I could never watch Chanel Satini. Oh really? I typically don't. Well, okay. If you take a if you take a picture of Chanel Satini and a picture of my ex wife, they they look very similar. Oh really? Maybe some details are off, but they're like right there with each other. So it was just like, you know, I I couldn't couldn't watch her because she reminded <laughs> me of my ex wife being slept around with all of the area that I live. So it's just mm-hmm. whatever. But 
Uh, hold on a second. I just want to show people because, like, she definitely resembles the real. Um, what's her name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. 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 Oh, she she does. She's 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 attractive. Is that letting me? Well, they were like, uh, I don't know. That's yeah, yeah. It's one. fucking fucking. Chanel Satini was attractive. Yeah, yeah, we'll say that. That shit. So, I'm trying to bring this fucking image over, but um, keeps trying to give me. Oh, there we go. There we go. It was giving me this stupid. I hate those web p files. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so it. give me a second, because I'm. I I don't care. I'm. I'm showing the shit. It's my show. Yeah. This is what this is what the fuck we talk about, guys. So it's what it is. Um, it's what we're talking about. So we ain't gonna show no nudity or nothing. But the girl very much resents she when she's in the show, she moves she resembles um Gal Gadot quite a bit. Um yeah. or Gadot. Yeah, let's get it one. But um I, I mean it's possible that they, you know, they 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 don't sexualize it as much, but I don't I, I just I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I guess I don't spend much time around Generation Z people. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I get very few Generation Z men um, hitting me up, but that's tip because in my experience, most men don't get to a point where they're fed up and they just have had enough and they want to be open and they want to explore themselves and, you know, make that change. Like, usually it takes time to get to that point. So most guys don't hit that till they're 30. A lot of guys I know, they don't hit that till they hit their right. 30s. And, you know, they're looking to switch it up. Um, Tracy um, said, I wonder if Gen Z isn't accessing it like the prior generations because they have much more access to it in real life because there are, because they are so much more open. The prior generations did it all on, in secret. So they continue to have it today, maybe. Um, I mean, I, I definitely think uh, I definitely think there's more access to it. I think there's just more people, more trans people in general, and I think that population is only going to yeah. grow um, as it becomes easier and easier for people to be open. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it kind of goes with what you were talking to talking about earlier diamonds where the kids like yeah I, i'll do this i don't care like they're just open with it and you know i guess we, maybe because they're open with it they pursue it and sure. they you know have access to have a lot more access to it but what i can say is you know i'm old i'm old so i'm not 18 to 24 <laughs> and you know i don't want to be i don't want a 24 year old man's paycheck trust me <laughs> do not want it. Don't ever want to revisit those days, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's when I, I guess I, I'm I'm born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It just went out there like that. You know, right. I think I remember seeing maybe two or three trans people in my entire time living there, and I get people who say, "Well, that you know of." Fair enough, because in a place like Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in a state like Wisconsin, you're not exactly looking for it. I get yeah. if you're in New York, you, you you're seeing a boom, 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 boom. You may even have an eye for it, but um, yeah. Milwaukee, nah. And I, I mean, there's more Milwaukee's out there. You know, there's you know a Memphis, Tennessee, a Nashville, a Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, like Indianapolis, uh, even Orlando to an extent, and all these mid-sized cities with like just not 
they're, they're, they're not the behemoths that, you know, uh, Houston, Dallas, L.A., Chicago, New York really are. So, so um, I, it seems like, for whatever reason, the two biggest states that have the most trans women in there is either Texas, for whatever reason, it's mm-hmm. the most conservative state, or Nevada. It's always, mm-hmm. it seems like it's those two mm-hmm. states, at least in my. Well, you know, the New Yorkers are going to always disagree because New York has to have the most and be the best at everything for, oh, yeah. for some damn reason to, to those people. Yeah. You know who you are. We're not even going to name names. Uh oh. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I think location still plays a huge part in it. But, you know, we got all these dating apps now. You got all these yeah. like apps. The yeah. Internet has made dating, engaging with trans women so much more accessible. Um, even in even even then, like maybe 10 years ago, 2012, 2013, you know, like it's. It's way more accessible now. I mean, you can hop on a a multitude of dating apps and connect with a girl either in your area or the next state or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. What's up, John says, uh, Texas isn't more conservative than Mississippi. I've never been to Mississippi. Well, Mississippi is conservative to its own detriment, which is why it's the poorest state in the nation. So, Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi is, is, pretty much at the bottom for a lot of things so jesus yeah um but whatever i'll be there this summer family reunion oh, my family yeah. is from mississippi uh so yeah we were slaves in mississippi we are from Kosciuszko, mississippi and we all come back together for the mm-hmm. family reunion we, we got our our first church founded by a family member uh uh you can see the slave quarters you can see all the shits and we still got people in my family still live there now um, and you know, we're a big Patterson is a very common name. There's a lot of us. But, yeah. Sorry, I know that side side note. But um, yeah, I mean this whole Gen Z thing, yeah, I I think, yeah, them being more open might have a whole lot more to do with it, like just how it's seen, how masculinity is seen, how gender is seen by this younger group, because you know, you rewind that 10, 15 years ago, the young people they said they were liberal, but they weren't that liberal to be, you know embracing demi boys demi girls nbs and all this other stuff that's just like all over the place you know um shit's changing but i mean hey it, i mean it could be for the better for sure um and i mean it could be for the better i i i would love to be an optimist but i just can't be yeah because we still live in a country where interracial dating is up for debate in terms of legality and you know whether it's acceptable or not so and black it's people still, have been here <laughs> yeah it's still a thing black people have been here for a very long time we've been here since the country's been here and it still is a problem for so many people so um and that, that's why i just can't have complete hope that hey, everything's going to change everybody's going to be accepting we won't even need trans attracted support groups or any of that in 20 years like i would love for that to be true yeah, but I think there are certain cultures and religions that will not change. You know, this whole conservative America—it's not going anywhere. In fact, the shit's flaring up. We're dead 50-50. These presidential elections are going to be tight 
every time now because it, yeah. it's a it's a culture war in America. And you know, I, I understand that there are some people in the trans community that lie on either side. You know, obviously more that are liberal than conservative, but there are some conservative folks out there. Um, sure. girls who are conservative. So, anywho, um, but yeah, yo, man, we're gonna take a break real quick because uh, I'm gonna roll some of these videos. Okay. For you. I'm going to roll a couple videos for the viewers because, hey, guys, I am on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, follow me, Men Like Us Podcast. I'm going to roll a couple of these videos that, you know, I, I pissed off quite a few people with my shit. And and and, and, and when you watch it, you're just like, why are people angry? Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with trans attraction. Men, if you are being questioned by individuals from the trans community about trans attraction. If you're being told that it's a fetish, ignore it. Just keep it moving. If these people do not want to believe that it is possible for you to be sexually attracted to members of the transgender community while holding honorable intentions for long-term healthy relationships, keep it moving. Do not argue with people who don't believe you. Let's keep it moving in a message. Man, you are not supposed to be DL forever. I understand that for a lot of men, being DL is a part of their journey. It's a part of their life story. A lot of times we start out life trying to live for others instead of live for ourselves and our own happiness. But brother, you gotta grow up. You have to change. You have to evolve. You can't. You can't be DL for twenty years. You're not supposed to be in this state of arrested development. Guys, move past it. I understand we start there. I understand a lot of men start there, but you have to grow, evolve, get started on your journey. And I think you'd be surprised at, at what at what changes you see in yourself. <laughs> oh, hold on. Down here. Yeah, so you would think those videos are pretty fucking benign, but um I got quite a bit of hate. In fact, I got my I got my channel reported and temporarily taken down. Are you serious? Yes. I for that that trans attraction um video. Right. I, I had trans women reporting reporting me for hate speech and discrimination. What and the you know TikTok took my took the, ripped the whole thing down, so then um and I had a lot of women just bat they were just battling they were really fighting against what I had to say they were they, they were legit wars and the conversation was like you know what I'm done I'm not arguing with people no more if you have something if you disagree with me just disagree and and, and talk to other people don't talk to me right. I said what I said you know yeah um but yeah I had to actually like appeal. And get a human at TikTok to review my content for them to see that I wasn't promoting hate speech. Sure. <laughs> so um, you know, when when a lot of the, the guys are content creators, when we bitch and moan about, you know, they say, Oh, well, you know, when we talk about like, hey, who's our biggest haters, who's our biggest enemy? A lot of times it's trans women. It is not homophobic people, it's maybe it's people wrecked with internal internalized transphobia. 
but it is never the outside world. It's always people from inside the community that are trying to dive bomber stuff. So, you know, I've had uh, one of my videos taken down. It was reported for hate speech. And it was, I think the topic of the show was we were honoring a trans woman that had been killed. <laughs> right. and, and like they put my YouTube channel at risk for being taken down over that shit. It's freaking crazy, man. So, um, but yeah, that second video, the DL video, oh my God, all the DL guys were pissed. The DL guys and then some gay guys kind of chimed in. But like this one guy in the comments, he literally tried to, he lit now. He didn't try to. He said it. He said DL is a sexual orientation, and how dare you judge it? How is DL a sexual orientation? I don't fucking know, but he was fighting so hard to validate his existence as a DL man and his position in life as a DL. That's what you we want to say. That is, fellas, internalized transphobia. That's what that is. It, it is point blank period. Trans, yeah, internalized How? transphobia. How? Yeah. Because you're not being honest with yourself. First of all, saying saying that being DL is a sexual orientation. That is saying that I like trans mm-hmm. women or I watch transgender porn. So I'm going to pursue this side of me, but I don't want society to know. I don't want this person to know. Mm-hmm. Instead of going. This is what I like. Fuck you if you don't like it. I mean, Hell yeah. I don't know. I, Maybe, on that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm probably going to. No, no. I'm just I'm, look. I'm asking because other people are going to be asking. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I agree. Harmony. Uh, what's up, Harmony? Shout out. Thanks for thanks for watching, tuning in. But yeah, this dude. Yeah, this guy who's claiming DL is a sexual orientation and you know I'm I'm demonizing him and trying to force him to come out and he, he was really coming at me like I was a bad guy in the situation and you you watch the video yep I was just telling guys hey this is not being DL is not a, a good plan for long-term happiness you're gonna have short-term relationships at some point, your relationship can't go past a certain point because you have to keep that secret. The shit is capped. When they say, you know, the, you, you ever heard the, the term, uh, uh, the saying, uh, sky's the limit? You know, well, in this case, the limit's the sky. You can't go past this. Your relationship will hit the wall, and that's it. It can never have any more depth. It can never be what you want it to be. You, it, you're just going to go from unsuccessful in relationship to unsuccessful relationship. They're all going to crumble. They're all going to stall out. And you're just going to move on to the next girl and just keep keeping the secret. That's a miserable fucking existence. I would never want that existence. But as you can see, there are men who are actually fighting for it. And they are, I mean, there were quite, there were a couple guys that were pretty upset. They were pretty upset. Because they're like, yo, what are you doing calling us out? We're perfectly valid in what we're doing. And, you know, I I'm, I have every right to stay DL if I want to stay DL. And I'm like, I didn't say you didn't. But yeah. the most outlandish thing, obviously, was the guy that said being DL is a sexual orientation. And I shouldn't be trying to force him into anything else. So ridiculous. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. 
What up, G Mike? Shout out Mike from the group. People make up their own words and definitions these days. Absolutely right. We got one more comment. Um, okay, so this may sound a little condescending. Or, wait, wait, hold um, on. I want to get this one more comment out. Oh, sure. Yeah. Last comment uh, for a while. But uh, Harmony said exactly it's impossible to be content with dating a DL trans attractive man because the relationship will never grow or mature. Everything. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad somebody's seeing it. And, you know, I shout out to the women who set the bar at, yo, you can't be DL. Shout out to the girls that set that bar and don't allow that shit. So, okay. Now, I'm going to sound uh, condescending or um, uh, what's the word when I'm, uh, or contradicting, right? I'm going to contradict oh. myself here for a minute. Uh-oh. Well, you can have the stage for that. There you go. Oh God! Don't put me up like that. That's terrible. Look at this ugly mug. Um, so look, there's nothing wrong with being DL, right? To a certain extent, if you are learning about this with yourself that you are trans attracted, if that's either through porn, where I would say 98% of men figure out that's their attraction, or whatever, and Sorry, I got my cat on me. Uh, and you want to pursue that avenue of yourself without notifying the people around you, then that's fine. You should take that time to learn what you like and what you don't like. And it's nobody's business, right? And if you want to go on dates with individual women, then that's fine to a certain point. Communication is key and you should communicate with them. Look. I'm attracted to trans women. I'm learning that about myself. Uh, hey, how's it going? Um, I'm learning this about myself. I find you attractive. Let's go on this date. Um, so if I pursue or if I'm coming off a specific way and a little on the edge, please work with me. Forgive me. Understand where I'm coming with coming at because this is my first time uh, expressing myself and um Ah, where am I going with this? Um, acknowledging this part of myself. I think then I think that's fine. But once again, communication is key. But like you said, exactly what you said and what Harmy said. So at a certain point, now it's no longer discovering yourself. I mean, we're always on a constant discovery, but now it's no longer discovering yourself. Now it's like, okay, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what I'm attracted to. This is what I'm not attracted to. Now we're dating. We're on a relationship. Something's growing. Now I have to start with uh, uh, no longer being on the DL side of things. Now I have to embrace who you are, who I am, be okay with that, and hold my head up high and move forward and walk to the beat of my own drum and have you on my arm or by my side, whichever you presume, and and feel comfortable with that. But it's all about progression and different stages that you do it into. You you or you should follow through. I don't know if I'm making sense or not. I'm probably just no, right. no. You you totally are. And um, really, that's the scenario that a lot of women find themselves in. I've I've definitely talked to quite a few women 
that have, uh, and they, they complained about it. <clears throat> well, some of them complained about it because, you know, essentially in that scenario, you're asking the woman to do the work with you. Right. Like, hey, work with me. Help me through this. And, you know, you might not be the, but you may not be the first per, first guy that they did it with, though. True. You may not be the first, second, or even third guy that they helped discover himself and figure himself out, which is why um, a lot of times I advocate for men to, yo, figure yourself out before you do any of this shit. Like, yeah, you can be DL, but that's time for you to work on yourself. Reconcile your attraction with your masculinity. Under, learn more about yourself. Get sent, I guess, get yourself grounded to the to a level where your your identity as a man, your manhood, your 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 straight identity isn't shaken. If anybody finds out, if you take this girl out on a date and you run into, because let's say this guy is out on a date and he runs into a coworker or one of his friends that he actually, you know he hangs out, he goes out with every Saturday. Right. You know now he's freaking out. He's not equipped to handle that because he's not grounded and he's not on stable ground and he's going to get the oh shit eyes. His, his eyes are going to go big like shit. The girl's going to see it. She's going to read it off. It's just going to be a, a thing. And, you know, while that may seem far flung for a lot of people, running into somebody, you know, happens a lot more than you think it would. Oh, yeah. And it, it oh, could yeah. be like and it, it could be somebody, you know, you haven't even seen it forever. It's yeah. fucking crazy. It happens like that. But I just think, you know, men should do the work on their own. Sure. And not rely upon women to handhold them through the whole thing. That's my my thought. But um, hold on, Harmony just came back with something and and Dion is is uh giving it the uh one hundred <laughs> uh okay sign. So um all right. Harmony says being DO is okay when you're new to the attraction and figuring yourself out. It actually it's actually wise to be discreet in learning and understanding your feelings in this new attraction. However, the problem is DO men who are married trying to creep and keep a trans woman. Uh oh. One second. Uh married and trying to keep a trans woman his secret. Unfortunately, some men use the DL slash discretion discreet label as a way to manipulate and fetishize us, which is absolutely what we're trying to avoid here by just saying, Hey, I say, you know, you don't have to tell them, you, you know, this about yourself. I'm not saying you got to broadcast it on day one. You can babysit it. You can have conversations. You can listen to podcasts. You can read books. You can do whatever. You can talk to people and learn more about yourself and get yourself up to the point where you're confident in yourself and say, okay, I am going to do this. I know me. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to hide it. This is what I want to do. I want that relationship. I want that forever love. And this, I'm driving towards that goal. So, okay, real quick. Not, so that's a not a quick process, but you got to take a break. I think you got to take a break for, for, for a while. So, so, let me ask you a question, and uh, the, the women that are popping up, let me ask you a question, right? Uh, hypothetically speaking, we're dating. 
congrats. We're dating. Um, but I don't tell anybody you're trans. It's none of it's nobody's business. If somebody asks that you're trans, I'll say, yeah, she's, if she wants me to, you know, disclose that information, then sure. She's trans. But is it a problem if we're dating and I just introduce you as, uh, let's just say harmony or, uh, Dion, is that, is that how you pronounce her name? That's popping up in here. That's if I just, I guessed. Uh, you just, yeah, this is my girlfriend, Dion, or this is my girlfriend, Harmony. Um, but I don't say anything about you being trans. And if they ask, then yeah. Okay. And you just move on from that. But mm-hmm. is that something that cons- uh, would make me considered DL? If I don't no. disclose that information? Nah. But, but okay, think about it the other way. Is there is there is there a organ is there an organic conversational scenario when you would actually drop that in where it would make sense? Because I, I can't think of one. Because right. let's let's say okay, you introduce your girl to your best friend. Sure. Your best friend already knows how you get down and what you're about. You ain't got to bring it up right there because he already know. And if it's somebody that doesn't know and you haven't talked to. They don't got to know. Yeah. It isn't like you're hiding it, but it's like, man, this is my girlfriend, such and such. It's, hey, hey, man, this is my girl. So, hey, that's, you know, that's Reno, that's Tito, that's whoever, you know, stinky, yeah. whatever yeah. stupid nicknames men have. Um, but I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Questions <laughs> are in. Okay. Hey, what's up, Johnny? That's one of the, one of the guys from the group. Shout out, bro. Uh, told my wife she was okay with it. Cool. I don't, Congrats. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, not at all. This has been my experience my whole trans life. Um, I have a question if it's off topic, but how do y'all feel about the trans hammer label? We can get to that. Sure. Uh, we can circle back to that for sure. If um, I'm happy to answer, people got questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Dion says, actually, in my case, I prefer to keep it with my man. I give my man time and uh, oh, yeah, then there would be a time for us to disclose it to a to a few people who will be affected in our relationship long term. Yeah. What is what is OFC? What am I missing? I don't know. I think we got the gist of it is, you know, he wants to keep it between them and then eventually roll it out to certain people that they're close with. But what I'm saying is part of men doing the work is setting the table, setting the conditions for a relationship to work as well as it could. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Okay. Is of course. I'm saying you set the table. So by doing the work on yourself, coming to terms with yourself, having conversations with your inner circle and helping them understand who you are, who you really are. By the time you get a girlfriend, you don't have to do any of this rollout shit. They already know what's up and it doesn't even have to be talked about. And now they come to the table with all the respect and considerations there within. And there isn't anything, there's no awkwardness. They're looking at her like, well, that's my guy's girl and I fucks with her and she's cool. And, you know, they're trying to get to know her and make sure that they actually just like her for who she is instead of, you know, dealing with this awkwardness of trans or whatever else. Like, and with your family, you know, I mean, it could go either way, obviously, you know, could be some people that are just like, fuck it. Or other people that are like, hey, I'm going to do everything I can to make this person feel comfortable. 
So but I just feel like prep work matters. You know, come on, Batman prep work <laughs> is makes makes all the difference. So let me ask, let me throw this question out there, right? Oh wait, hold on. Let's, uh, skill labels, one sided transparency without. A lot of, I'm sorry, uh, and Johnny's going at it today. Yeah, a lot yes. of men attracted to women are trans women are only attracted to cis women and trans women. And yeah, that's true. And the only difference is, you know, is that some of these women have the basic attraction is because she is a woman. Fair enough. But oh, that was the, um, it's that part too. Can, uh, can we loop back to, um, Harmony's question real quick? Cause I don't want that to fall through the cracks. Sure. <laughs> But I appreciate you coming with the questions, but I just I don't want to miss this because this is this has been a thing as of late for some reason. Um, you know, how do we feel about the trans amorous label? Um, how do you feel about it? I mean, it's it's a label. I mean. <laughs> If if people want to associate me that way, then whatever, that's fine. I don't care. Fair enough. I mean, uh, so look, I, I'm attracted to trans women. That's that's what I say. And then I have those people that ask me, okay, so you like trans women? Are you um, gyno, geologist, sexual, oh, whatever the hell that? Gyno something, philia. I'm, I'm like, no, no, I'm straight. <laughs> Thank you for playing, but I'm straight. Yeah. Um, so I mean, trans. What is it? The, what did you say it was? Amorous. So what does that mean? Just trans attracted. So okay. So some people use the term trans amorous as a way to differentiate themselves. It's 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 some people use it as a way to differentiate themselves from men who are trans attracted but are only here for the for the sex. Mm. And so. Certain certain individuals who are relationship they they build themselves as I'm relationship focused I'm really here I'm really here to establish something serious with a trans woman I am trans amorous because for me it's a more it's about more than just the sexual attraction so that's what certain people say um, I don't 100 care for it too much only because it's a term that's kind of turned into this monster of a monster of expectations gotcha. essentially it's a, it's a loaded word it's 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 a, it's it was a new word and then it's it's maybe not so new but it just gained popularity but um it, it's 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 loaded at this point because when you say trans amorous a lot of there are women out there who have this fucking like white knight uh vision in there like oh my god he's one of the good ones He'll give me the love I've never had, and he'll do all these nice things. And it's and it's like actually, I just wanted to go out in a date, and I don't want to marry you right off the bat. Like I'm just a guy, and I'm attracted to trans women. Yeah. And you know, if some guy says, "Oh, I'm trans amorous," and they oh, well, now they assume you're relationship focused, but not everyone is relationship focused. Some people are just casual daters, and that's just what the fuck they do. Yeah. So it's I I, I have. You know, I've I've used the term transamorous, you know, in the past to describe myself. You know, I've switched and it's documented on this podcast. I've I've definitely made a change to just saying I'm openly trans attracted because 
at the very least, I'm trying to boil things down to their most basic level where I there's no there's no um, room for misinterpretation. So I'm openly trans attracted. So now when I say that there's no any other expectations put on me that I didn't agree to. Sure. There are no definitions that I have to fall into, you know, the paradigm of because. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not promising all these extra things. So um sorry, I'm catching up with these comments. Yeah, I'm trying to read them too as well. Yeah, so you know, the trans amorous term, I don't I don't I mean people can use it and I don't care if they use it. Um, you know, it, it's it's a it's a it's a label. There will always be a new label, there will always be a new demographic, you know, society changes, the la- the English language is always changing. People are always trying to use terms to classify new things. And, um, you know, it is what it is. But I don't begrudge anyone who uses the term transamorous. No, not at all. Um, but for me, I just, especially in conversations like this, I shy away from using it. And I'd rather just say openly trans attracted just yeah, so that I make sure I'm not beholden to anyone else's expectations of being a white knight and being this relationship guy and I, and you will, but you love the community. Amorous means love and all this other bullshit, like whatever, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) All this bullshit people make up in their heads. I'm not here for it. I'm just me. I like trans women. That's what it is. I'm just one of the guys that's willing to say, I like that shit. While everybody else is looking and saying, damn, she fine. I'm going to say, damn, she fine out loud and own that shit. That's the only difference between us and everybody else. We're just willing to say it. That doesn't mean we're, we're you know, some fucking fantasy character from a Tyler Perry movie. We're going to be the perfect romantic interest. We're still flawed. We're still, you know, whatever, idiots and whatever. Like, we still, yeah. we're not perfect. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm far from perfect. Uh, so. I mean, I still make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Um this is definitely a part of myself. Yeah, I'm 30 years old, but I'm every day I'm still growing and acknowledging. And um, how can I be better than yesterday with Absolutely. being um, uh, what's, what's it called? What am I looking for? Um, true self, my truth. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know. There's look. The bottom line, is it easier to be DL? Yes, it is. Is it easier to not speak about your attraction and hide from that? Sure, it is. But at the end of the day, you're not being true to yourself. And you're you're, yeah. you're only hurting yourself and the one that you love, the one that you're dating, if you are dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a constant. A what? I said it's a lot of women, too. Uh, that image yeah. didn't hurt. Yeah, Uh, it's definitely one, you know, one of those things that you constantly have to work on with yourself, because sadly to say, and growing up, it's taboo, it's considered taboo, right? Mm -hmm. So your your whole life growing up in in your Roman Catholic Italian family that these type of women are, excuse me, and I'm going to trigger and I apologize, but I'm just being real and spitting the facts, right? You're being told your whole 30 years that these women are men. So you build that um, stigma in the back of your head or that um, that fear of being with somebody who's trans, even though you're attracted to it. It's like 
Uh, don't drink Diet Coke because it rots your teeth, but it tastes so good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I, what I'm trying to say is it's a constant battle because sometimes you meet trans women and you're really attractive, attracted to them. And you guys just, just, um, you vibe really well. Right. But sometimes you have that, um, that fear in the back of your head and it kind of goes into an old conversation that we had. Well, is she passable enough? Am I going to catch shit for this? And that's a Mm -hmm. constant battle because honestly, at the end of the day, shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter if she's passable or not. That's that's fuck that. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. If she's passable, great. If not, who who cares if you have a connection with this individual and you're vibing and the chemistry's there, the sexual chemistry's there, and you want to make this work, go for it. Don't be afraid. Go for it. But Absolutely. There is that fear that you have to work on as an individual, as yourself, of that, well, they're not passable enough for me. So I'm just going to walk away from this because I don't want society and I don't want to deal with the bullshit. I get that. That's a fear. I have that fear sometimes, but then I have to remember who I am, what I stand for, and my beliefs, and take those things that are pl- seeds that are planted, and I have to work through them and kind of push them aside and follow my heart. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anybody's calling well, me out. I'm, no, no, you're good, man. Um, what I what I would say uh, in addition to that is, you know, really, look. This goes no matter who you're dating. Right. You know, whoever, I look, all, all they got to do is look good to me. Yeah. yeah. Don't nobody else got to find my girl attractive but me. If sure. I like what I see in the morning, if I like the face I wake up to, that's all that should matter. If that, if that is your girl, that's all that should matter. All I have to say and... is before we're kissing, you got to brush your teeth first. <laughs> there you go. There you that's go. It. That's my number one rule. Oh, I ain't got no rules like that. I, I, I take it as you are, especially in the morning. You, you're going to get a buy from me. Oh, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things, man. It's just like people lose. You, you, you can lose the love of your life over some stupid shit like does she pass? Because this whole yeah. thing is getting yourself past the point where you give a fuck what other people think. You have to be of sound mind and sturdy enough to be like, I don't care what anybody says. I'm standing on this shit. Yeah. And and it kind of ends up being like uh you 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 make yourself an, an immovable object in a sense. No matter what winds blow, I'm here. I don't care what y'all can do all whatever you want to. This is the this is who I chose. And I'm with her and I don't care what y'all say. And you better respect it because if you don't, it's gonna be smoke. Yeah. But you know, that goes for everybody. That's it's it's a lot of these things extend beyond just trans. Dating trans women, really. But um, sure, I want to yeah. get to what this comment Harmony says. Uh, I hate the amorous term. Fair enough. I understand. It's not, not everybody likes it. Um, and uh, the... Years of oh, Leah says, oh, here comes Troy. Troy ain't coming. We good. Me and Troy is cool, okay? Who's Troy? From the from the group. Uh, okay. <laughs> Troy ain't coming. Um, Tracy says, I believe trans amorous indicates 
the man is interesting and sharing a meaningful relationship with us as opposed to just being attracted that could mean they are attracted and afraid to act for the earlier DL chat or be chasers hell bent on hell bent on consuming anything remotely trans even a pig with lipstick on um Johnny says it's single out even um, more and makes it one-sided like gay and straight. It's one-sided. I'm assuming this is the trans amorous conversation still. You know um, what I find interesting as you're going through? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, wow. Well, we got plenty. Of, we are so fucking behind on comments. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't wait until we, our society... And it it won't, but I'm waiting to for the point that our society and look here's here's gonna be um, another trigger word and probably make me look like a piece of shit. Normally, Chris is the one being canceled, so I'm kind of going yeah. for it tonight. Um, it's a new year. It's yeah, new year, new me. <laughs> um, so Japan. Right, they're they're big on the what's the term they use? Uh, yeah, yeah, hentai or or they, oh, hentai oh. was like, bro, hentai was like the I think that was like the number one and number two fucking um that that was that was up there, man. Hold on, yeah. was it in here? No, it wasn't in here. It was in another one. Um, but it was it was they were showing like the top search terms. And it was fucking crazy that like hentai was like number one or two. And I'm like, wait, what? Everybody's watching hentai now? Which if you don't know what that is, that's anime porn. Yeah, it's anime porn. Um, but also like hentai, um, trans porn, uh, it, it seems like that is very much um, embraced over there. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, and look, this isn't a good term, but we all know it. I'm just going to say it. The ladyboy term. In Japan, it seems like that is very um, embraced out there. I mean, I've never been to Japan, but I've seen enough YouTube videos and read enough of these videos and, and tic- uh, the seen South, TikToks. Southeast Asian. Uh, so, yeah, that this type of things are embraced. So I feel like if our society and culture can kind of head in that direction, and and be more um and never will because okay. we have two different religions right so christianity they don't they're not christian <laughs> over there so they they have a, a religion that that allows space to accept different kinds of people obviously they do have christianities everywhere sure but the dominant religion shapes the culture and dominant religion in america shapes makes it so that that it ain't going to be the same they're not looking at it the same. Now we'll say in the Philippines, while there's you know plenty of them over there, um, they're high, they're heavy Christian in the Philippines. Yeah, and they just live their lives like well, they essentially society tells them no, you're not a woman, you're a man, and they'll just say okay, well I'm I'm just a man, but they'll be living out the trans experience. But in their society, being trans is there's no third slot for trans. You just you're male, and they don't have space for that um from what i've gathered my conversations with um individuals in the philippines sure. um but i want to get i want to finish out these comments with uh uh um 
uh, talking about this trans embers thing again because thank you, Harmony, for asking that. And if anybody else has questions, we're always happy to just answer them straight up, just give our honest opinion. Obviously, you know, it's just opinions here. It's what we think. Um, so, uh, wow. Some minutes ago, uh, Harmony said, I prefer trans, uh, trans attracted over trans amorous. In my opinion, uh, trans attracted is more of an interest in relationships and possibly more. The trans amorous gives me fetish vibes. When you look at the you. definition amorous, it describes all right, uh, feelings on a sexual level. Um, let's see here. Almond Milk says, it's hard to know if a man is not relationship oriented at all or if he's relationship oriented with trans women but is re but is relationship oriented with cis women um yeah i mean really that's just one of those things you know some just in life period is deducing somebody's uh you know true intentions it's you're not going to get it from a label that's all I, that's all i can tell you you're not going to get it from a label so the guy says i'm trans amorous uh you're going to have to do some more digging and getting to know this person before you can truly you know, uh, uh, you know, come to a consensus on whether they're relationship oriented or not. Johnny says, um, if my label, what is my label? Uh, if I'm trans attracted and cis women attracted, that's what confuses me. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I would just use the term trans attracted. And, and, you know, I think the term trans attracted is more of a uh, more of a catch-all in a sense because it's like I like women, but I also like these kinds of women in addition to cis women. So it's like it's just it, you you still like women. It's just oh yeah, but I like these two. Where some guys you know who are some of them telling the truth, most of them not uh, may only like cis women. Um, I don't know. That's how I kind of think of it, but you know. Wait, hold on. Um, wait. Oh, you wanted to talk about this one? Uh, what is my label if I'm trans attracted and cis woman attracted? That's what's confusing me. Well, you're straight. Yeah. That's it. What's confusing about it? But now here's the thing. I mean, we're not here to dictate because, you know, really, and I'm not saying that's what you were doing. Um, but you oh, know, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, I've read, I've had some, I've heard some people, some, some comments about the show. We are not here to dictate no, to no. you guys what labels you should and shouldn't be using. We're just giving our opinions on what we think about these things. And hopefully maybe our thoughts can get you to think about it so that you can come to a consensus on how you want to identify and where you want to land on this shit. Um, so yes. Brave. Yeah. Not a lot, not a Tyler Perry film. That's right. Tyler Perry films have the the what I like to call the magical romantic Negro. And you know, it's always this guy who's perfect and he's gonna give you all the love, and he's the he's a perfect person, you know, he's the perfect man, whether it's Shamar Moore or the fucking sheriff from Why Did I Get Married? Like, yeah, saying you're trans amorous doesn't automatically trans. Like you should have those expectations if a guy says he's trans amorous. That's what I'm saying. That I I don't know it's if I'm crazy. just being a grump tonight or um because I'm being very straightforward on specific things, but like those questions always bother me. I like trans women. 
and I like women. Does this make me straight? Yes. Unless you feel differently towards whatever, then yeah. If you believe, if you identify as a straight male and you like trans women and you like cisgender women, then you are straight. But if you like trans women and if you like uh, cisgender women, but at times you may be attracted to men, okay, you could maybe fall in that category or being bi or you can fall under the umbrella of identifying as some form of queer. That's not for me to tell you or give you that answer of how you identify and your sexual orientation. That is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, we can coach, we can, we can help and possibly guide you in uh, the, I don't want to say best direction, but uh, a direction that would be uh, more comfortable for you to identify in or, or um, categorize yourself in. But that ultimately comes down to you, what you identify as. So, I mean, I, those questions, I, it just irks me. The, um, am I straight because I like trans women? Well, what do you want me to tell you? No. And then, (laughs) then you're going to give me a, a whole paragraph on why you're straight and call me out and no. That, that's uh, not what I'm the, is it straight conversation? Yeah, that that shit is nuts. Yeah. It always, but see, so that's a conversation. People are like, "Well, I'm tired of having the same conversations." I'm like, "Yo, as long as there's new people coming oh, into yeah, the yeah. mix, we're always going to be talking about is it gay? We're right. always going to be talking about sexuality and what is straight and trans attracted, and if you're bi or if you're pan or whatever, whatever, and how you identify. That's always going to be an issue, as long as you know, the dominant society creates absolutely zero room for men who find women of trans experience attractive. There, there, there's no room created for it, for that at all. So it's always going to be a question because the, the society we live in informs us that no, you're not. And we're like, but I don't feel any different. I am just me. I, I don't think I'm gay or bisexual or I don't like hairy ass men like what the fuck but so just... also too i want to um throw something out there and uh, i don't know if this is something that you advocate towards chris um or ever experience look it's okay to um experiment with your sexuality obviously i i feel like uh sexuality is on such a spectrum mm-hmm. and it, i mean look it can go in a thousand and one directions it's okay to be attracted to trans women watch trans gender porn sure if that's your forte but then maybe you start start off in this category and you start jumping into uh femboys and then maybe you find yourself watching um uh, gay porn that doesn't mean you're gay and I, I don't know if you've ever had these conversations. And, and no, no, it's it's. it's um, I've had these conversations, um, and and especially after you know. I mean, the, the the reality of the situation is, and that's another side of it is, what you watch as porn really doesn't have a lot of bearing in terms right. of your actual in real life sexuality. Sure. Um, yeah. and, and, by, and by means, feel free to research this. Um, you know, this, this in terms of, of the published reports by you know professionals, 
of that have been published that I've read. Um, you know what what you watch on porn it from what they've gathered, the surveys, the research they've done. It really doesn't inform what happens in real life. So you know, um, yeah, all all of that junk. I mean, there's women that watch lesbian porn, but they're not banging other women. I, I <laughs> like, guess. I, so, I guess. Whatever. What, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, don't I mean, don't put yourself down because if you yeah. may have or may yes. catch yourself following or not following, but jumping from category to category, it's nothing nothing's wrong with that and i'm 30 years old saying that i just turned 30 you know there's there's it's nothing wrong with that because i've had people ask me those questions and girl and especially trans women oh have you ever watched gay porn before yeah Mm -hmm. so oh how do you feel about it don't you don't doesn't that make you feel gay no what it's it's all about I guess the thrill, right? I'm trying to. I just can't imagine interrogating somebody or trying to like figure out, yeah. like, why are you asking? To what end? What is? What does this have to do with you, person? I'm not fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why do you want to know you? so bad? Uh, uh, but it, essentially, men, um, you know, this whole journey to be go from DL to being living in your truth and all this other, this is all a journey of self-discovery. So if you want to sample different things and explore your sexuality, by all means do that shit. Um, you know, society, men need to be, men should be a lot more free than they typically feel in this area. You know, there are a lot of guys who just, you know, men, being a man, you're trapped in a prism you don't get to explore yourself sexually. You don't get to explore your sexuality. There is no, oh, well, I was just trying it out. No. If somebody says, oh, I was just trying, I tried out something with another guy once. No, people, essentially, you're gay forever. You know, whereas, you know, how we view sexuality and women, oh, it was, she just went through a phase when she was a lesbian in college. Sure. And it's just a phase. There's no harm, no hurt, no, no harm, no foul. And it's just like, I mean, go for it. I'm just saying, Figure out who you are, what you like, and, and be true to yourself. But don't abuse people in the process. Don't mess with people's heads because that is absolutely mental health is real, and uh, that's not a good thing to do. I mean, I may come off as a dick or whatever, but come on, let's let's be nice to people's minds. Absolutely, I'm I'm very interested in what Tracy just said. Uh, okay, and, um, give and, me a give me a second. I want to jump to. Um, before we get off the porn subject, okay. Uh, with Ty, she says, "I wish trans attraction didn't start out with porn for for most men." And you know, really, I, I just have to explain in some scenarios why this happens. At least this was the case with me, and I know it's the case for so many other people. Sure, um, it's all about proximity. Yeah. You know, if if there are no trans people in your world, it's, if it's if it doesn't seem accessible to you, it's gonna be that. You know, um, you're you're getting into this in a in a way that's really kind of indirect, um, low risk. You know, it isn't like you're going out and you know banging a bunch of prostitutes, you know, right off the bat. But um, you know, for for the majority of people who don't live in these large metropolitan areas, that's what it is. And even for some of them that are there, that's what it is. It's their way to kind of sample 
a soft way to sample into their uh, uh, sexuality. But even if that's where they come from, it's fine. It's all about evolution. Do not stay, do not stall out in your growth. So if that's, it's not about where you start, it's, where, it's about where you end up. As a uh, very wise words I got um, from, uh, from a successful man while I was uh, interning at NASA. Oh, hell yeah. NASA? Um, yeah. Now, hold on a second. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, dang, Tracy. All right. Yeah. Tracy on it, y'all. Wait, wait. Oh, what's up, Dion? All right. Uh, John Jukes. Yeah, yeah, the religion thing. Um, <laughs> Y'all got to understand, I, I read these comments because there are people listening on audio platforms, so they can't see it. So uh, Tracy says, I am not letting anyone call me a man or ladyboy in any language or on any continent. And that's fine. You yeah. know, I think it's cultural context is a thing, um, you know, where... Some names, some traditions might be fine one place. It's not fine another place. And I totally get that. Uh, let's see here. Tracy, the nanosecond you start doing anything that denotes attractions to femboys, I am not the one for you. That is neither judgment nor character assassination. Just just me doing what is right for me. Um, and then self-discovery is one thing. And self-discovery is one thing and is... It's part of one's journey. So, which which comment did you want to zero in on? Um, the nanosecond. That, oh, the, yeah, I've had it. Do you think, uh, man? So, what is it? It's a nanosecond. You start to know it's attraction to fanboys. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if I'm not comprehending your statement. Um. That is neither judgment nor care. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. I get what you, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So essentially if, um, if, if, and now this isn't just a Tracy thing and I've heard this with a few other individuals. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard some people talk about this and, you know, to the men, you know, listening to this, this is a thing with, you know, some of, you know, the women out there, um, so, you know, they, they essentially have a high aversion to men who find anything attractive about feminine, feminine men, femboys, whatever, uh, cross churches, anything like that. Um, anything that is that any individual that does not denote themselves as trans, they, you know, do not find that attractive and really find that as a deal breaker. And, you know, all I can say to you guys is, you know, be true to yourself, be true to yourself, be true to yourself, be true to yourself. And there's no need to fake the funk just to get somebody, you know. Um, so that's 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 really, you know, my advice to guys. You know, I've, I've known some people where, you know, hey, you know, uh, uh, you know, they were interrogated in a sense. And the guy's like, well, I mean, you know, there might be some here and there, whatever. But, sure. you know, it's one of those things where, hey, sexuality is fluid. And, you know, for some people, it can't be that fluid. And for some people, it can be. So, you know, um, everybody has different levels of tolerance and different things. And, you know, I'll leave it at that. But what I will say, guys, is, you know, be true to yourself. Don't don't fake the funk, um, you know, in order to, you know, keep anybody around. You have to be true to yourself. Tell so the truth. 
Don't lie. Chris, I do have a question for you. Mm -hmm. And this is something that um, I was talking to this one girl before. Mm -hmm. And she brought up this question. She said, okay, you're you're attracted to trans women, right? Because of whatever. We all, whatever. But you're also attracted to cisgender women. You consider yourself straight, but do you how does she put it? Essentially, she was saying she doesn't believe men are quote unquote straight because they're attracted to trans women and also cisgender, but she believes they are more on the pansexual scale. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, do you think trans attracted men, do you think we could fit into that category? Or do you think we belong in that category? Why or why? Um, <laughs> I, 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 all I can say is the ones who identify as pansexual do and the ones who don't, don't. That's all I can really say on that, John. People try, like, we, 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 I think we started off this conversation talking about that gynophilia, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. people, people are really trying to understand and explain this, but they, they're doing it in a way where they're trying to force men into a box so that there's a place that we have to be. We have to like this, we have to be like this because that's what trans attracted men. You're this and you don't do that. And it's like, no, the world isn't yeah. that simple. Sexuality isn't that simple. And dictating to other people what their sexuality is, is definitely the wrong move. So, you know, a lot, I, I, you get this from a lot of some of the girls where they try and tell men, no, you're bisexual, you're not straight, or you are straight and no, you're not bisexual. Look, it, in the same way that, you know, and, and and this was who was who was this, who was this ass? This is a cis woman asking that. No, a, tra- a, tra- a trans woman was asking. Okay, that. well, look, I'll just say for trans women out there or anybody in LGBT, essentially, you have to learn how to respect how other people identify the same way you want people to respect how you identify. That's yeah. it. You can't be running around trying to force, you know, your own definitions on other people or definitions that make you comfortable on other people. That's 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 ridiculous. It's wrong. And, you know, it's hypocritical as fuck. Yeah. So, you know, but girls, they, they feel empowered to do this because, you know, we know more than men. We're this. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know more about my sexuality than me? It's my sexuality. The fuck do you know about it? The hell do you know about being a man? Like, I'm a man. This is my experience. We live. We go through different things. We live differently. Like. I guess it's just like people having the goal to like try and define another group sexuality and be like, no, you're this. No, you're that. It's just like, nah, dude, this is my shit. I'm going to lay it out how I feel. Yeah. So there are guys who, de- there are men who describe themselves as pansexual. There are, there are, I mean, I've had them on my show. And there are others that don't. So, you know, I think. For the ones who, I, I think there are there are plenty of men who call themselves trans attractive, but they're just there's no way that you know um, men will ever be their thing. It'll never be their their go to something that you know. Oh wow! Like they're never gonna look at the guy next to him and be like, man, ooh wee, he's hot. I would. That's why. Like 
There's just plenty of guys that would never do that shit. And there are some that would. And in that vein, it may be pansexual fits. But like I said, people got to figure the shit out for themselves. You know, it, it's you, you got to you got to figure the shit out. It, it's part of this self-discovery journey. You know, and uh, I'll kind of talk to you off air about mm-hmm. this one thing. Um but right, right now, I'm going through a, uh, <clears throat> you know, fuck it, whatever. We've talked about all kinds of shit. <laughs> okay. um, Let's get wrong with it. I'm trying to tiptoe around what I'm saying is because I'm, I'm talking to a girl right now who watches the show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not trying to uh, uh, present Anybody my myself. One out over another. You what? I said, ain't nobody going to pick one person out over another. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to present myself in an unrealistic way. I am being, you know, these are my actual views and opinions, so on and so forth. Um, so right now, I don't know if it's just my internal clock. I don't, men have internal clocks, right? I don't know exactly what it is, but... I always say I'm 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 more yes I'm straight, right? I'm attracted to trans women and I'm tra- I'm attracted to cisgender women. But I'm more attracted to trans women like I feel more comfortable dating, more comfortable sleeping, being romantically mm-hmm. involved with uh, a a trans woman than I am for whatever reason with a cisgender woman. Um but and I, I realized that uh, before I met my ex-wife, because it there was a point where I ha- had an opportunity of sleeping with a cisgender woman, and I was either so in my head of of my attraction towards trans women and and constantly being um, unfortunately consumed by the porn industry that it kind of messed one head wouldn't work with the other. So after that, Mm -hmm. that was kind of, um, I stopped sleeping with cisgender women, women until I got my shit straight up, straightened out. But where I'm at right now is my internal clock is ticking. I think like I'm, I'm, I'm more, um, is, do I want to say envy cisgender women right now that uh, they're able to carry? And I kind of look at them almost in jealousy type of way because I want this amazing girl that I'm ta- that I'm that I'm, I'm now I'm just using this as an example. This amazing girl we're dating. She's trans. She's everything that I hope and dream and, and, and want, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of jealous that I, I see this woman walk in front of me and she's able to have kids. And it's, it, that's why it's mm-hmm. kind of, it fucks with me a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, I, these are my attractions and this is who I like, and this is who I'm with. But like, I, I want them to be able to carry at times. Now it's not all the time, but it's just like, I, I it's, I don't know how to explain it. I, like I said, well, I don't know if that's just the internal clock saying, hey, you're 30, you don't have any kids, let's 
let's <laughs> let's let's get on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the deck. Essentially, it's the decade hitting you. Um, because there actually there's another guy that um you know I talked to, and you know he said, "Man, I'm in thirty, and it's like, yo, when you hit those decades, it's always a great time to be introspective, look at what you accomplished, look at what you want to get done in your thirties." Where you're, it's always a great time to take stock. But um, another the on the other side of that as well is um, you know what you want is what you want, and what I want has never changed um, since I started dating. I've always wanted a family. I've always yeah. wanted kids. I, I I want that family life. I'm a very while I can be liberal on a lot of things. I, I was raised. I'm just a very traditional person. In the sense that, you know, wife, house, kids, family is important. Family is everything. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Sure. Oh, yeah. Essentially, you know, um, oh, and, in and my I'll... younger days, I, well, well, second, I had, uh, my, my sister was my volunteer yeah. surrogate for me. Yeah. Um, she was she was on standby. Now, it just I never found anybody, uh, uh, you know, when she was available and at this point, you know. I still want at least one child that's mine biologically, and I'm still shooting for it. Does that mean I'm gonna have to save up for surrogacy or get some sort of financing for it? Probably, but I'm going to fucking do it. That doesn't mean just because I'm with a trans woman doesn't mean I can't have what I want. Is it is it a harder road? Yes, but let's be real. All of us knew, and and not and this isn't just the child thing. This is just in general. We did not take the easiest path travel. No. The easiest path would be to just, you know, swallow our hap- you know, swallow our, our, our happiness, die a little bit inside and just date cis women and never really acknowledge what we really want out of life and just be unhappy. But we chose to step up and take a path less traveled that is going to have this is going to be a little bit more difficult in some regards. But that doesn't mean it's impossible. You want it, you can have it. That's what I'm saying. Whether it's, I mean, adoption is a thing, and I understand guys want biological kids. You're 30. You're young enough. You can make it happen. Bro, you can save for five years, and boom. You know, you're on yeah. you're, you're on the surrogacy track. Oh, yeah, yeah, being a dad at 35 happens. So I, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look, is, is this something that is constantly in the back of my head? No, but it's just one of those things where like I was at the barbershop today and a pregnant woman walked in and I was just like, man, I want that. I want that. I want to, I'm, I'm, I, 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 now what's stopping me from going out and getting that? Nothing. I'm sure, you know, I could, I can do the deed just as much as you or any other guy, mm-hmm. but it's like, <clears throat> I guess I haven't pursued those avenues because it's, would I be just as happy with a cisgender woman spending my life with uh, a cisgender female the same way I would be with spending my life with a trans trans woman? So it's, it's right now that's the, I guess the not a battle, but question that I'm I'm working through myself. So if the question mm-hmm. is, so if the answer is yes over here and yes over here, then I should go do it, right? But like mm-hmm. right now, it's 
yeah, I, I, I'll be happy as a clam spending the rest of my life with a, a trans woman. But I don't know if I would feel the same way spending the rest of my life with a cisgender woman. Like I'm attracted to them. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I would I would date them, but it's like that's where I'm at right now, which is mm-hmm. really weird. It's a weird Well, I, I mean, I would say the way that I looked at it, the way I evaluated that in my mind is which one of these two could I do without for the rest of my life? Right. And that for me is cis cis women. And that's, you know, just sexual physicality in that sure. sense. Because, yeah. you know, the yeah. soul, when you meet somebody, there's a soul connection. That yeah, shit absolutely. doesn't, you know, that shit transcends cis or trans. But, um, you know, really for me, look, if I was with a, if I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go marry a cis woman, what I'm going to do is be, I'm going to be as happy as I can with that cis woman for as long as I can. But eventually, I'm going to want something that she doesn't have. Yeah. And... I'll never want something that my trans wife won't have. Like I'm, I'm doing that for me in terms of long-term success. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm craving something that I don't have access to. Sure. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, there, there's no way I wouldn't want, you know, that in the long run, I will probably end up cheating, but with a, with a trans woman, I, I would never have that craving in that same way for a cis woman. For for a vagina in that way, so yeah, that's just me. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I um, disclosure, men. Yeah, I mean this. Then now this shit right here. This is a conversation that we don't have because most guys are really afraid to have that conversation. You know, you don't want to piss off people, trigger people, all that junk. But yo, know, this shit's real. Men think if you're about not this triggering shit. anybody. You're not doing anything right. If everybody is on the same agreement level and everybody like then nothing is being changed or nothing is being accomplished but mm-hmm. if people are feeling offended that means you're breaking down certain walls and you're bringing up topics that um are making people uncomfortable and i'm sorry you feel that way but these are topics that should be talked about the shit is real the shit yeah. is real but i promise you this much i have always set out to i wanted i wanted to i want to create a happy family with a trans woman and you know the woman that's for me is a woman that i could look at and say damn i want her to be the mother of my children i want her to raise my kids i want her to be my wife forever yeah and but on top of that i still obviously with with saying that that means i still want kids and i'm going to have them and i'm going to do whatever it takes to get them so you know, does that mean taking a year off from going on big trips just to save up money? Sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, surrogacy is not cheap, especially if you don't have a volunteer or anybody to help you out. Like, that shit can get up to, like, 100000 bro. Like, I'm in I'm in a few Facebook groups, um, you know, for, for, for men who are seeking surrogacy and asking questions and, you know, people sharing their news and all that. Like, I've been doing a fair amount of research on it, bro. Oh, wow. But it's possible. There's people having kids through surrogacy all the time. There are agencies everywhere for that shit. Everywhere. In the country, outside the country. It's big business. So having this conversation has kind of opened some perspective for me. And it's um, uh, it's helping me realize something. So thank you. Um, so 
my ex-wife was trans or is trans, right? Mm-hmm. And we divorced. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it fucking killed me. But having this conversation and kind of um, walking through that process of, of how I made it feel, because you talked about like wanting to spend your life with somebody who's like a trans female and building mm-hmm. a family. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. So when I married my ex-wife, I hit the lottery, right? I, I married someone who I thought was absolutely beautiful. She's trans. She had the whole, she had it all. But one of the things that killed me, and now that's what I'm realizing, is my fear of I'm not going to have what I want ever again. And what I mean is I'm not going to be able to find another trans woman that I'm attracted to on whatever godly level that I was on a unhealthy level. Um, and it was that, oh, I'm never going to have this again. Oh, this I'm never going to have After the divorce. After the, the this is after okay. the divorce. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I was stupid for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And because my ex-wife isn't the only trans woman in the whole fucking universe. There's mm-hmm. billions, trillions out there. Oh, I don't really know the statistic, and I'm I'm not trying. To, <laughs> I'm not trying to speak as if you know they're here's the one of the week. No. But no, no, no. It, it's I want to feel that love again, and I mm-hmm. I'm talking to someone, and I'm I'm not saying this because we're talking, and I know you're watching. Um, that yeah, we, we've. She just texted me. Um, yeah, we're 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 having conversations already. Of okay, you want kids? Uh, she presented me with a deal. You want kids? You have to move to Corpus Christi because she wants those kids to grow up with her nephews and she wants all the cousins to be together. But if you don't want kids, I'll move to wherever with you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a, that's like a, oof. Ooh, that's a hard <laughs> one. That's, that's well, a hard okay. one. First off, it's very early. So, I, I know. You know it, we're going to bend. There, there will be some bending. Yeah. On that shit at some point, man. Like, yeah, I get um, everybody has their dream and their vision, and nobody wants their kids to grow up without knowing their family. True. Nobody wants their kids to Very grow up in true. a situation where their family are strangers. But right. that's when you send the kids down. All right, it's summer vacation. See you. Yeah. Go on down with your family in Corpus Christi. We'll see you. We'll see you in August, champ. Have fun. Like, I, I, I'll send. I'll send some money. God, like, it's that's terrible. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, kids but, do I mean, that. I, like, I, you spend the, spend this at grandma's house. What I'm saying is, I'm talking to this girl, and sh- she scares the fuck out of me. And not because of like, you know, I'm gonna beat you up or anything, but it's like I'm getting these feelings again mm-hmm. that I haven't had in such a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, this is addicting. I I, I kind of want to keep follow this and see where it goes, but it's mm-hmm. like. You know, we, we both have been hurt before, so we're kind of treading lightly. But it's, uh, I don't know. She's She seems like she's a cool person. Yeah. I, dope, I think man. you might have talked to her at one point, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's possible. 
Yeah, but I, I don't know where I was going with this. I kind of lost. Well, did we do a, We did a stream together. Did we do a stream together or no? No, no, no. no oh, no. okay. No. Well, we'll figure uh, out how I know how I know this person then. But yeah, um, dude, you know what? People, this people go through this shit all the time. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I was in a similar situation where, but I had to be determined that I will not let my ex. And the bullshit that she put me through yeah, to my life. I'm not going to let her ruin this for me. Oh, not, no. She's not going to win. In this instance, she's not going to take this away from me. I am going to love authentically. I am going to trust and I am going to go for it. I am going to pursue my happiness. So it's it's, it's just you got to I, I you just got to be determined about it, bro. She's not. Don't let that shit get in the way. Embrace it fully. You know, love is rare, man. It's some oh, people that I'm, know their whole lives with no with no real love. So we met last year and mm-hmm. then we stopped talking because I met somebody else who you met. Mm-hmm. And um unfortunately, I mean not unfortunately, but whatever the case is that it, it didn't work out. But I mean, which is fine. Things don't work out for a reason. Um, and it's nobody's fault. It's, it's, it is what it is. But then I kind of, I noticed that Sam, Samantha, she friend zoned me and I was like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? You know? And I was like, Mm. I I called her out on it and she told, and she was straight up and she told me why. And I was like, dude, I respect that. And then we just started talking more and. I mean, now it's like a everyday thing that we talk and, and it's just long story short, she's coming up uh, 27th through the 28th from uh, Corpus and I'm cool. super excited. So, yeah. What's up? What, oh, up yeah. what up, cuz? What up, big cuz? That's my cousin. <laughs> oh, what's up? Dropping in the show. Uh, uh, we, we call them dimples. I'm, I'm, I'm from a I'm, I'm from a, a southern country tribe, so you know, there's people from the south. We, everybody, every cousin got a name, you know, that ain't their name. <laughs> so this is one of the things. Uh, let's see, women are beautiful, incredible. Women are incredible, absolutely. Um, but bro, man, look, I wish you the, the greatest of luck, and ladies, like. Ladies and men out there, like this is the shit that's happening, and it happens all the time. Like guys are really going for it; they're looking for love. There are plenty of guys that are serious about this shit, yeah. and they're not just out here to, to to fuck one girl this week and fuck another girl this, next week, and do all this fucking you know, be be the quote trade. Uh, Look, <sighs> you want the truth? Here's the truth. All I want like you said, is love. I just want to be able to um, place my head on your breast as you rub the back of my head and hold me close and just me asking how the hell I can simp for you. I'm, not, I'm, I'm whatever. I'm just going to say that. How can I simp for you? Just give me head scratches and um, once in a while tell me I'm a strong boy or something. I don't fucking know, but... <laughs> Just that's all I want. Just hold me close, tiny dancer, and um, let me simp for you. That's all I want. Bottom line, oh. and and I hate the stigma behind 
men, it's not good to simp. Whatever. Don't be a simp. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. First off, it is not good to simp, but you can't simp for a girl. If she's your girl, right? it ain't simp. You can't. But it was, you can't simp for your own girl. That don't even make sense. I mean, simping is bad. But if you got, if that's your girl, then it, it ain't simping. Look, when I say, look, when I say that, what I mean is, I want to do everything and every and anything for you. I don't care. You, you want, you want twelve Big Macs? Fuck, I want twelve Big Macs. Let me go get it. You know when, how, why? I'll do it. I don't, I don't care. I know that's wrong in that. That is uh, causes, you know, shift in power, whatever that means, and people look only at you. idiots worry about that shit. Oh, right, the but immature like, people worry about that crap. I'm gonna do everything for you. I'm a puppy that just wants love and just just hug me and give me head scratches, like I said, and hold me close, and I'll do whatever you ask. I don't care. I that's how I I I, wa- I was raised and watched my father doing everything and anything for my mother. No matter what it was, he did it and he got it done because he loved her and he wanted to make sure that she felt appreciated and loved and had everything that she needed. Now, to a certain extent, I learned when that becomes toxic and you don't you don't do that. Right. Yeah. Now, there's a line, but I just want to stand as, as close to that line, let my toes hang over and just. Like I said, do whatever for you. So, but, man, it's always a good thing when you're both in service to each other. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. You're both trying to do. When you're both trying to do for each other, you're not sitting there worried about power dynamics and who's got the power and who's in charge and blah blah blah. Yeah, all that stupid shit. You should just be looking to do for each other. So mm-hmm. if that's where you at, you good. Is yeah. if, and if you stay there, you'll still be good. Um, all side note. Um, Tracy, I'm gonna need you to get off of my stream and stop playing games on my stream. This is not an okay message. Um, <laughs> in no way, shape, or form is this an approved message of the Men Like Us podcast. It is simping if you got it. It is tricking if you got it. This conversation is over. God. And this is on that subject. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, the type of love. That I want, and mm-hmm. and Tracy, uh, uh, thank you. Dumb. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Yeah. Um, I want the type of love to where we're both sitting on the white porch, you know, we're peeing out of a bag in the side of our that's hanging off the side of us, and you just stare at me with those white, yellow filled cataract eyes, and we're so in love that you don't even remember my name. You just call me the the nice man, like I just. That's the type of love that I want. And uh, you want the notebook. Is that I've it? That, I've honestly seen never one. seen the notebook. Ooh. Never seen it. I mean, I've Man, seen I've seen memes like don't watch what it. do you want? Don't watch it. Don't it's, watch it's, it. I, I have only seen it once. I will not watch it again because uh when I when I saw it many, many moons ago, almost twenty years ago, uh I cried. It was a very moving story to me. That's uh okay. I don't want to do not I'm I'm good. All right, so is it um, (laughs) watching it again? Oh, is the love story worse than Titanic or no? No, that's just real though. That's just real. What what's real? Titanic? No, no, no. The um, out the notebook. That shit hits because it's you know it's a situation where you know 
one person. These people really like each other, but society, their parents ain't really trying to make let it happen. Yeah. And it's it's one of those situations. So and it has an absolutely beautiful ending, which is something very similar to what you painted. Everybody so. knows the greatest love story of all time is Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Oh, okay? really? That's my number one go-to. Hey, girl, you want to watch a you want to watch a romantic movie? Yeah. Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm trying to think because I ain't really into the romantic movies, bro. Either know. that or uh, God. Um, what was that terrible Nicholas Sparks movie? But it's a guilty pleasure. It's uh, it's got Zac Efron in it. Uh, the lonely one. Or the, I don't know. Hold Zac on. Efron's pretty cool. He is pretty cool. But pretty cool dude. Uh, oh yeah, Love and Basketball is a good one. Love and Basketball is a good. I, I think Love. And, I'm not saying that's like, oh, that's my favorite, but I'm just trying to. I don't watch very many romantic movies. So I'm just like, oh yeah, it's called it's called the Lucky One. Sorry, yeah. Uh, the lucky one. Um, Tracy, right. you and your boyfriend have fun watching. Uh, what what movie did you say again? Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, y'all have fun watching that one. Um, you know, just make sure he doesn't fall out and become a ghost watching that movie. Um, nah, <laughs> they gonna come get me. <laughs> what what is what is what is what is Hopi yell five million dollars? With the who? Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, Whoopi, yeah. Hey, that's right. Whoopi's in that movie. Yeah. I love Whoopi Goldberg. Love, All right, so love, love Whoopi Goldberg. I got it right here. I'm going to. Right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna rent. Watch the notebook. the notebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, she said watching the Notebook. Well, you know, good luck uh, with that one as well. Yeah, I, look, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, and everybody knows Water for Elephants was just a ripoff of the Notebook. We all know that. I don't watch rom-coms or rom- romantic. Any, I don't do any of that junk, bro. I'm, I'm sci-fi action dude over here. So, <laughs> right, look, I'm going to be movies. I walk to remember City of Angels. Look, I'm going to be real with you. I needed a good, and I'm man enough to say this. All right, and you judge me. Cry, oh, dude, I needed such a good cry because I was just yeah. feeling down about myself. Yeah, I sat on the couch with my dog and I watched Marley and me. <laughs> I heard about that one. Cried my eyes out, and I looked at my dog, and I was like, "I hate you right now." Damn. But like in in a good way. Um, Blazing Saddles, Jesus. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Love those yeah. comedy movies. But yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, look, ladies, um, ladies and fellas, really just the ladies. Like, I just have to. I just gotta rubber stamp this again and again. There are plenty of good dudes out here searching, looking for something real. I'm not saying we're the majority of guys that y'all encounter. I'm just saying this shit's real. We're out there in small town America, in big cities, whatever. There are men looking for something with substance. Oh my! God. It's something that has that's just has more depth than just a, a sexual fling, you know. Um, and if that's what you want, you know, definitely approach with that because um i don't know about you dude but i've been put off by quite a few that you know their conversation started as hey daddy blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and i'm like yeah the yeah. Fuck? uh i just wanted to point out uh mm-hmm. dion uh how do you pronounce her name dion i'm uh, going with dion here dion okay 
That's my number one rule. Look, I will not put a rock on your finger. I will not put a rock on your finger unless you sit down and watch the original Star Wars trilogy. I am a dot. I have a life-size Yoda that currently sits in my living room. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think I've showed you, Chris. If not, I'll send you a picture. Star Wars is life. I got my Star Wars books. You know, I got say what you want. Okay. Star Wars is everything. So that is an awesome comment. You win the internet for today. <laughs> That's there you a have it. Date. 101. You know what? Um, my girlfriend has never seen Star Wars ever. And All right, get on it. Go watch I started it. the whole nerd, um, the nerd thought process of, well, how do I, do we go one through nine? Do we go four through six? One, three, seven, nine. Do we, do we add in movies like Rogue One or some of the TV shows to fill in? the time between some of these movies or, you know, I'm just like, man, how, how, how deep do we go? Like, even if we stick it to the movies, it's like, what do we do? But that's some nerd shit. I know that's not what we're really here to do. Yeah. But, that's, uh, that's shit that I talked about on my show. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we, that's what we talk about on Dom stream. We, we, we nerd yeah. out on his shit. Yeah. Have our fun over there. Um, but yeah, like, Oh yeah, guess who's coming to dinner? And, uh, the one with Bernie Mac. That was that was pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie. I love I love the Mac man. Um, but, by the way, I just want to touch on something that's off topic that you said earlier. Medea mm-hmm. <clears throat> Homecoming was terrible. I was so disappointed with that. Oh, I'm just throwing that out Medea there. Medea Homecoming. This is the Netflix one. Tyler Perry oh, needed yeah. COVID because well, he I mean, he got like a. Need. He got like a fucking um, uh, contract with Netflix. He got a deal with them to make a bunch of movies, and all of his movies were awful. Yeah. People were having, they were wearing cheap ass wigs, half cocked to the side. It was a mess. Like, it, I mean, essentially, he made a bunch of two B. He made a bunch of two B movies for Netflix. So the Medea movies have been shit after Family Reunion, really, in my mind. But. I still got some of the plays on DVD. I just like the old shit. It is what it is. Um, all right, Johnny. I'm just wondering if that would affect how you feel about a trans woman if you were with her for years and she has bottom surgery. Would you leave her? No. No. Absolutely not. Look. There you go. What you do with your body, that's on you. And me as your man, just because... Yes. I mean, I see men leave cis women after breast removal. Well, that's because they're materialistic. Oh, that's, when women that's... get mastectomies, right. Right, okay. right, right. Look, okay. We had this top we had this question asked on your one show. I'm sorry that I'm taking yeah, away. No, 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 we did this before. Right, yeah. before. Yes, I'm attracted to trans women. Yes, I'm just going to say it. Trans women have penises. Not all trans women have penises, but 95% of them have penises. And if I'm with you and I've fallen for you, the penis isn't everything. Having that is not everything. Mm-hmm. But if we're together and you decide, look, how do you feel if I get bottom surgery? My dear, if that's what you want, then I am 100% 
behind you and I'm there supporting you. If that's what you truly want and you feel that is that validates you even more as a woman and that is your end goal and that's what you need for yourself, for your own mental health and your own happiness is to have bottom surgery, then let's do it. Let's find the right people. Let's talk to the right doctors. Let's get uh, – um, uh, what's it called? Uh, let's do our research. Let's – Let's see what we need to do to make you feel the most authentic self and and the most um, comfortable as yourself. It doesn't matter. I'm not. And, and if I'm at a point to where we're married, our connection has far more gone past than just sexual mm-hmm. chemistry. Now we're we're binded. Our souls are together, and it it doesn't matter because when you love somebody. And you, you it, it's it's almost the same question is, well, um, look, I'm diabetic, so I have to lose a foot. Are you going to leave me? Because no. What? <laughs> I'm not married to your foot as as same thing. <laughs> I'm not married to your penis. Yeah, I'm married exactly. to you and your soul. It's it is what it is. Look, and, yeah. and it may. um it may take some time. I'm not going to lie. It may take some time to adjust and we can learn what works and what doesn't work in the bedroom. And it's going to, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm going to tell you now and realistically it's going to be frustrating and it's going to be, um, there's going to be arguments, but you know what? We work through them together and we figure it out and we continue to love each other and have each other's back and go from there. Mm-hmm. So just because you have bottom surgery, no, I'm not leaving you because you have bottom surgery. There it is. So, and you know, really, it, if you're having the right conversations, it's never going to be a surprise that this is happening. Like it isn't like, oh, she just sprung it on me now. You probably have had these conversations and getting to know each other by the time you get married. Probably understand what where the goal line is for your girl in terms of what she wants to do, what are her aspirations, all that kind of stuff. Like, you should kind of already know this before, you know, should figure this thing out. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, bro, I'm with you on that 110%. And, um, you know, only a fool would throw a woman away, um, a good woman away like that. You know, if you if yeah. you built this soul bond and you're, you are in love and you are a unit, you've made a covenant before God, all those things, um, you know, Nah, it's going to be a, it, it could be a, I'm not saying that that makes it, I'm sorry, I am not saying that makes everything, uh, I'm not guaranteeing everything's going to be easy, but right. you're definitely not throwing this woman away for this one reason, like that's absolutely ridiculous. But on the flip side, uh, ladies, y'all have to be understanding of the man, you have to be understanding the fact that men have to make an adjustment as well. And, you know, it isn't just you because you're if you're married, you're with somebody. It's the both of y'all. Right. Everything is the both of y'all. So this whole, you know, my body, my thing. And I don't care what no man says. And I'm you have to be considerate of your partner. Also, you have to think about how things affect them as well. And, you know, just move forward. and, 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 you know, thinking about that, I guess to to I'm not saying cancel it. That's not what I'm saying. To the men out there, too, I'm going to piggyback off that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, be patient, right? 
because don't it is your job as the partner or whatever to have your woman's back and to support her no matter what right mm-hmm. do not how can i say this do not leave that decision up to you if she asks hey i want to get bottom surgery should i do it don't just give her a Yes, don't don't force her to do anything she doesn't want to do because there's going my ex-wife wanted a surgery and then she didn't want the surgery and then she wanted a surgery and then we started a research and then we started procedures to head towards that way and then she didn't want to do it. It's not our job to say, "Hey, pick one. You want this or you don't." Don't <laughs> don't do that. Be yeah. patient and and if you're asked about opinions or you know, do you think don't just I don't I don't I think mm. I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't I don't know if I'm making sense. But I mean, I, I think I get you where it's just men shouldn't have we shouldn't take part in the decision itself, you know. Right. right. Play it, it, it's it. good it's good to have um, that conversation. Mm-hmm. If you want to have that conversation with me, like yeah. hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing, you know, mm-hmm. should I do it? Well then then we'll play the 10 questions. How would you feel if you had this? How would you feel if you didn't have this? Um, okay, right now you're able to do X, Y, and Z. Now when you have the surgery, you won't be able to do X, Y, and Z. How does that make you feel? Is this necessary or is this not necessary to have? Like it, it's, 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 let, let's see what works best for us. Let's, let's see what works best for you. And at the end of the day, if this is, like I said, an absolute 100% want and need, Mm -hmm. then I'm there. Let's do it. Let's do our research and find out how we can get this done for you. And, yeah, I mean, that's the way I see things. I'm going to be – I'm the villain because, you know, it's eventually I'm going to get myself canceled. So, you know, really I think this is something that really needs to be talked about early as early as possible. And I'm not saying first date, but I'm saying this is this is some this is the the get to know you phase kind of shit. The get to know you phase is hey, where is the where are the goalposts for you? What are your plans? What are your aspirations? And for the guy, hey guy, um what like help me understand your attraction a lot more. What would you be open to? What wouldn't you be open to? What do you want? What don't you want? And it isn't like you're making your decision, your your decision to get the surgery based on that. But it really does come down to a compatibility situation as well, because I do want to create space for the men who just say, hey, you know what? I don't like that. I'm sorry. It's just not my thing. And I would prefer not to I prefer not to do that. And I'm not saying that this is the conversation you're having after you got married, because I feel I feel like it's kind of too late. For the guy to be like, for the guy to be very clear in terms of, hey, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and there are men who have had experience with women who were already post op, they've done it, and this isn't like, a, oh well, I don't know what it is. I'm, I guess we'll try. Let's see. There, there are men that are just very much dead set against it. Like, you know what? I tried it. I don't want to do it again. I'm not yeah. interested in that. I don't like it. I prefer not to do that, and that's just what it is. So there is. There is that there is that group of guys who really just they're not with it. In that sense, they're just not attracted to that. 
And, you know, obviously on their part, they need to be having that conversation to figure out what does she want to do or if that is something that's in the cards for her or not. And on the other side, hey, is it in the cards for you if I do switch? Because for a lot of people, genitals are important. I know it's, it's fucked up. And I'm talking about on the front end when you're trying to figure out, are we compatible? If you are out, if you're out on your fifth, you've been talking to a guy for a month and then you figure out, oh, well, hey, we're just not compatible, but hey, we could be friends and be cool. Then so be it, you know. Keep it moving. Don't lie. Don't misrepresent. Like everybody needs to be honest and authentic. But I, I, I just have to put that out there that there are just some people that they know what they want. They know what they don't want. And it isn't like, a, oh, well, I've never tried it, but I'm, I'm really into I'm really into dick. So I, I just don't even want to try it. No, there's other people that they've been there, done that. And they're just like, nah, I would prefer not to do this again. Now, not everybody is created equal. Not everybody offers the same experience. But um, I, I just have to, I have to put that into this ether yeah. just to just demystify that every man's going to go for it. Every man's going to want to work with you or want to, you know, uh, be with somebody who says, hey, just so you know, this is what I want out of life and this is what I want to do. And at some point, I'm going to do this. And, our, and, and is that a problem for you? You know, I, I, I don't want to demonize the guys and say, you know what? It's a problem for me, but hey, I appreciate you being honest with me. And, you know, I, I wish you the best. Now, I, I mean, you know. What happens, mm-hmm. right? When you, you're dating someone and because as time moves on or as time goes on, people mm-hmm. change and their wants and needs changes, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we're dating and we've been dating seven years, almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then you come to me one day and you go, you know, I think I want to um, continue on with my transition and I think I want post-op but right when you guys were dating in the in the beginning it was no that's not something i'll ever want mm-hmm. now does that become a problem for you yeah i mean um, you're, you're 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 10 years into the relationship but then all of a sudden yeah. she goes yeah i'm, I'm ready this is something that i feel well, that i, mean, I want I, now I'm i mean ready for I, that. that's that's one of those situations so that's really the thing where it's like look guy you've been with her for 10 years this is your life partner you know, I, I think it's I, in my mind, I think as long as you're both willing to have honest conversation and willing to do whatever it takes to give each other what the other one wants, I think you'll be fine. And really, you know, I think because and then it's been my actual personal experience that, yo, as long as both of you are willing to do whatever it takes to get the other person off, you'll be fine. Yeah. The moment people start putting up blockades, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing this. It, it, it's it's come on. Now I'm just be honest. I had a girlfriend. I had an ex who was post op, and I mean, it was, bro. You would have been. You would have thought I was asking her to give me a million dollars, just asking for anal. She, you know, I got this new pussy. I don't. I ain't doing anal. And I'm like, but I like anal, and you knew I like this. 
And you yeah. know that's where I want to go with it. But okay, so you don't want to do it now, but you've been doing it your whole life. So why is it so difficult now? Like it's just it's it's just one of those things I think the shit can work as long as she knows you're 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 a man who likes pork and she's not gonna try and force you on a chicken diet. Right. I like pork, pork ain't chicken, chicken ain't pork, these are different things. Now chicken will sustain you and you can eat chicken, but you really like pork. Yeah. It's just one of those situations where it's like, hey, we both got to give and we both got to be willing to do what it takes to. We get we both got to be willing to give our partners what they enjoy for their satisfaction. So it, it goes it, we, we, we came full circle back to we both got to be willing to do for each other. Sure. Yeah. Make sacrifices for each other. Uh, uh, do do be in service to each other. Right. You know, so I think. Even a guy who's dead set on no, I ain't never had going that way again. I think the right woman who's willing to work with him and the right partner who, you know, is 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 is, is willing to give and, and just, you know, I, I in my opinion, that's what I see. But that's only that's based off of my personal experience. And that's, you know, I believe if things were different in that way, it I, it probably would have um things probably would have went a lot better. And, and I think there would have been a lot less sexual frustration so oh sorry uh hold on henry asked a question yeah it's um what's it uh what's a human being what what's a human being gentlemen is that a fair question <laughs> uh yeah a human uh, being is a uh what, what what is that technical term homo sapien Homo sapien. Um, a human being is somebody that calls their mother regularly, regularly, and tells her that they love her. Uh, a human being is somebody that um, has some form of um, personal connection with the universe, either with God or, like I said, with the universe. Uh, somebody who doesn't kick dogs, um, who laughs often, cries when they need to. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to answer that. What, what a human <laughs> being is. Um, I mean, I guess a human being, the being would be the soul part, like the essence of who you are, personality wise, more so than I'm a this, Virgo, this meaty cage that we are encased in. Yeah. Um, so I am just not. <clears throat> Uh, what's here? Okay. Um, sorry, that comments just keep showing in. <laughs> this, I, dude, I haven't done a show this long since maybe 2020. Oh, wow. Like, like, I mean, it's a good Maybe show. very early 2021. Like, we used to go long, then I'm like, nope, one hour show. Cut, cut, cut. Um, all right. I, Misha, Misha, um, says, I feel like socially I want to do it, but. That is not reason enough. I love my body too much to ever regret that decision. I am a trans woman regardless. Cool. Um, Tracy says, I am just not sure sacrificing your desires for your own body for the desires of your man is entirely healthy. Absolutely. Um, well, it's not for your man. Yeah, Johnny Lasso, I believe you you meant trans Johnny said, Tracy, you are fantastic. And Tracy says, 
I believe you meant transtastic. Trans-tastic. Uh, <laughs> Tracy comes up with funny ones every once in a while. But you know what? At the end of the day, I think this is what Tracy said is important because, you know, at some point, people just got to be willing to accept that they're not compatible. Right. And that some shit ain't, everybody ain't for everybody. Everything ain't, everybody ain't meant to be for every single little thing, don't matter. Like, it's, it's so if, if it's a cap, it's a cap. And if that's where y'all end and hey, y'all are still good friends and he supports you in X, Y, and Z, you know, it's kind of like a, 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 a marriage where one partner transitions halfway through the marriage. Sometimes they figure out, hey, you know what? I, I don't want this, but I still love you. And I, I wish you the best in finding X, Y, and Z. And I'll still support you. We could be friends. So, you know, that happens as well. So it's funny that you said that about the whole marriage thing. Uh, I was a best man in somebody's wedding. Somebody that I grew up with. Uh, he was my best friend. Now they have during the uh, pandemic realized or finally accepted within themselves that they're trans. So they have been transitioning to female. And I mean, I'm already in involved with the community and know the correct term. So it was an easy switch just to identify them as female and mm-hmm. use the correct pronouns and stuff like that. But I, what I find is interesting is now their partner is transitioning to male Mm. which is very it's it's very interesting and i have a lot of questions i have so many questions but (laughs) i I mean i've seen it before but yeah it's it's definitely rare but uh, good for them and i hope they uh you know they they make it and they it seems that they are more in love now than Mm. what they expressed before Mm. and i mean i'm happy for them good for them good for them it's always attractive to be your 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 um i'm sorry (laughs) i think i'm losing my words here it's always great to be your authentic self and be accepted for it i think that's you know that's one of the great things about real love is when you know this person knows things that are not perfect about you or things that you know you might be afraid they might turn away from you on and it's like they know everything and they're still there um so i have uh my one friend and she's trans and her and i were having a conversation because i was telling her about this um which i I find it very um like why so her whole thing was well if i was married to a, a man and i was in love with him and then he transitioned to female i would leave him and i was like why that is somebody you love that's somebody you fell in love with out of everybody in this whole fucking world you would be the one that would should understand the most why mm-hmm. they feel the way they feel and is is transitioning like i don't i don't understand and the thing that got me was because she's like it's not the person i fell in love with yeah what the fuck like how? Mm-hmm. because because okay if we're dating and then yeah. at some point you realize you know what um 
this is not who I am anymore. And I've done more soul searching and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe this is just the type of guy that I am. Um, you decide you want to detransition. Mm-hmm. It's going to break my fucking heart because I, essentially I'm, I'm losing the person I love in a way, but at the same time, I will still see, I, I don't want to say like, give it a try. I mean, I, I'm in love with you and I'm married with you again. I'm there through thick and thin, no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to detransition, look, looks like I'm, you know, now married to, I don't, I don't know. A man. Yeah. There you go. I, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, detransition, that's what it is. So, but you know what though? That's so the thing we need to realize is, Hey, some people it's for them and some people it ain't. Yeah. So it's like, yo, Dom, you're one of those people. You could be flexible in that sense. You'll give it a try. Cool. But there are other people that it's like, yeah, yo, um, I like women and I don't like men. I can't do this. And that woman's probably like, yo, I want to be with a man, not with a woman. And this just isn't it for me. But, you know, that, but that's what I'm talking about. I've seen that happen where they were like, hey, you know yeah. what? We could be, we could be friends and I'll support you. And, you know, I'm not going to keep your kids away from you and all that stuff. But sure, I need a man. We can still have a relationship. It just won't be romantic. I've seen that where, you know, that friendship continues on. Right. And, and, and so I've seen that instance, but you know, if somebody says, Hey, I need to be with a man. I, you know, if, if I'm with somebody and they detransition, you know, I like women. I need to be with a woman. I need to be with somebody who brings that womanly presence, that class to the situation, to the room, like all of that shit. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's just something about women and and, and and what you get with a woman that I'm just like, yo, I have to, that's what I want. That's what I'm attracted to. That's what I feel like I need. And, um, you know, I, I don't want the hairy armpits and, and, and the man stink. And it's just like, it's just yeah. not me. Yeah. I just I, I, it's just, it's just not what I'm into, but that doesn't mean I can't still love that person. And, that doesn't mean I would teach my children to disrespect that person and not accept them or, or even my family. Sure. You know, like, Hey, this person's a part of the mix forever, but I have to move on with what I feel like I need out of life. So, you know, I, I think all of this shit, you know, a lot of shit is just wrapped up a lot of times just around the fear of losing somebody, the fear of letting go, the fear of change, the fear of moving on. Yeah. And it doesn't, Moving on doesn't necessitate somebody being a villain. Sure. You know, every situation, it doesn't have to be this person's bad, this person's good. These are just people where they were just incompatible. Shit just didn't work out. And it's okay for shit to just not work out. And they can move on and still be cool with each other. And it isn't adversarial. You know, they're not pitting their family or their friends against the other person. You know, they're still in each other's lives. Like, I, I just feel like there's a way to do this where we still kind of we're, we're really mature about this shit. I understand it's hard with emotions and feelings and all that shit, but you know, especially if you got a family, hey, yo, we got to put these kids first. We got to give them st- a stable life. The kids yeah. come before everything else at that point. 
But that's my opinion. And um, uh, Henry said, I mean, we are homo sapiens. We are human beings. See. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Dion says something here. It says, real love should be established in friendship and that transcends all limits and expectations. Best example is when your partner changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like that friendship should still be there that that love for that person that respect all that stuff should still be there but you know hey she's gotta either i mean now some women can bend with that and stay with you know their 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 spouse and you know like you said you 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 would might be able to facilitate that as well it's just not everybody's not everybody is that flexible in in, in a sense right and um but i i don't want to again i don't want to demonize people who just aren't flexible enough for that because I, I i feel like people everybody's just different and it isn't like a oh i hate it isn't it isn't always like uh it's it's not always coming from hate that's what i'm trying to get across here but anyway yeah. i know we kind of just <laughs> no just yeah it's talking and, yeah um but yeah man um i mean this is look this that, that question about you know will the man leave if she's Gets the gets the eternal tuck, as I call it. Um, the eternal tuck. Yeah, that's that's up to him. But I, I mean, I understand that you are with somebody and you are both still interested in pleasing each other. You are both still attracted to each other. You are both still looking to be together. And there's all this stuff built up that, like, yo, I, I feel like you can make it work if you have all that history and all that stuff, and you're both still dedicated to being happy together, like, cool. And, you know, maybe there's some things the guy has to work out, you know, and that maybe, you know, with, with, with the change, but I think everybody's got to be understanding that it's a transition and that, you know, there needs to be empathy on what the man is going through as well. Cause you right. know, in these situations it's all like woman, woman, it's all her thing. It's her thing. It's her. Yeah. But this is your husband. He's here too. And, you know, you're literally asking him to do what very few humans are ever asked to do, which is accept a different set of organs on your sexual organs on your partner. That's not normal. Most people are not asked to do that and make that sexual switch. Right. So to sit here and act like, well, you should just do it right off top and it should be easy for you. It ain't going to be easy. Mm -mm. It's not regular. Most people don't never have to worry about that. And the guy's gonna have it's gonna be an adjustment for the guy, and people have to understand that shit. And I know there's a lot of people that could just they don't they could care less about a man's feelings. Well, you know, for those individuals, marriage ain't really for you. Um, yeah. But for the individuals it is for, you know, come on. That's just where we gotta be. But um it is getting late, and I have to catch an early flight out to see my girlfriend. <laughs> So in the morning, so I am going to get my sleep. Um, but Tom, thank you so much for giving me your time, bro. Thank you for being honest. Yes, yeah. Thank you hey, for man. your candor and your questions and your 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 vulnerability on the show, bro. It is very much yeah, appreciated. Absolutely. Hey man, when, whenever you call, I'm always there. So I'm I'm always coming, I'm always running. For sure. And if I know about the subject, I'll happy to be on your show too. Uh, I think it's been yeah. one time where I'm like, I ain't never really seen the moves. I can't, I can't do it. 
<laughs> Look, I I have been on my show. I've been lacking with that. I mean, it's it's kind of hard because if you're not getting paid by sponsors, I mean, yeah. it's, it's um, yeah. Really we got day jobs, people. Yeah, we got day uh, jobs in life. So much has changed in the entertainment industry. You know, um, everything mm -hmm. with Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery, and you know, whole, the whole DC and all that. That's all stuff I mm -hmm. want to talk about, man, and and have a voice for. But it's just, it's terrible. Some days I'm working from like. 10 in the morning to 10 at night and then it's, it's all about trying to put together a schedule and seeing who's available and who's not available and i think i just need to um are you kind of um, suck it up and, and you're the store manager yeah 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 so that's yeah. that's everything falls on you yeah at that point um yeah. so i think i just need to suck it up for on my own show and just uh be a one-man show for a while until i can rebuild a team an actual team that is um you know works a specific way and has a specific presence on camera and not like the other individuals but whatever um, <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah man when, whenever whenever you want me here i'll be here no doubt about it so sure appreciate you bro yeah man absolutely and, hey, um, may force be with you too so. absolutely <laughs> um yeah so you know, uh, great show, great, great first show of the year. Uh, first show. Oh, of the this, year. this was the first this one. Number one. Uh, we'll be regular oh, yeah. as we always were. We'll be back every Friday. Show starts at eight thirty Eastern. Around eight thirty Eastern, I try to no later than nine. So, Sometimes we you know, end up being a little bit late. Are you are you down in Houston right now? Yeah, I'm in Houston right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I'm in Houston right now. Uh, but yeah, you know, I get out east to visit my girlfriend. Um, but yeah, please, if you're watching this, you made it to the end of the show. I thank you so much for that. Share this with somebody else. We had some dope conversations here today, tonight. Um, you know, if you're watching on Facebook, please share this. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. And if you know anybody else who might want to hear this shit, share the share the YouTube link with them. You know, if you're watching on Twitter, retweet this shit. Please do us the service of trying to share this out. If you're listening on podcast platforms, give us a good review. Give Hit us with the five stars. Leave a positive note. Um, you know, the more great reviews we get on the show, the more visible we will be to, to, to more to other listeners. So um, with that, we are out and we will see y'all here next Friday. And uh, the show was sponsored by Mint Mobile. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, man.